Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to post-episode issues. The Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 15, Try. And I'm Phil, the Issues Guy from IssuesProgram.com. With me is Joe Dirty Locks. And the real question as we start this episode, Joe, Joe, are you enough of my friend that if I was going all crazy Rick Grimes and everyone was around, would you knock me the fuck out too? Do you love me enough to knock me the fuck out when I need to shut up? Not in that situation, my man. Yeah, you're supporting me too. There is a time and a place for that kind of behavior. That was the time. That was the place. I I I didn't have a, I had a problem with what Michonne did. And I had a deep seated problem. <laughs> she did a very bad thing. I also think Rick was about to talk himself into a spot he couldn't come away from. But I think he already had. I, I mean, but, but to that point, I think he pretty much already had. And. I loved it. I love. I I loved Rick Grimes in that moment. I was cheering him on. I was I was out there eating popcorn, watching Rick go. Fucking tell these people. Fucking tell. I I loved Carol's face through the whole scene, smiling her ass off, holding her gun, waiting to back him up in the if need be. Sam clinging. To Sam clinging to her, watching, loving, watching his the dick, the porch dick asshole get his fucking ass raped fucking cock ass beat by rick fucking grimes it was beautiful man it fucking was beautiful hey it was absolutely beautiful i agreed with it i it was actually ends up being self-defense in that moment oh yeah but you cannot trust that woman to say so nope nope he was just there plotting he told me he would kill him for me there's a lot of shit that can go bad in this moment right now uh he should have maybe picked a different it was an inopportune time but it wasn't a time of his choosing it just happened to work. The timing worked out no. good and bad in a way. Uh, I chose it impulsively. We were the we were the lucky ones because we got to watch it all, and it was really fun. And we're excited to talk to you about it too tonight. So if this is your first time checking us out, we're the Walking Dead post episode issues. We like to talk about what just happened in the episode and get right to you. I'd like to thank everyone in the chat room who's already pumping, going like crazy, talking about it. Ren Redwood, Tara Chan, Melody Vision, Steve, Richie A. If I missed anybody, sorry. Anybody else who's Brohawk Riley, welcome, Brohawk. Riley to the room. Uh, it's just great to have all you guys in here to talk about this Walking Dead episode. And if you guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts, jump in the chat room. You can also, if you're watching this at a later time during the week, jump in the comment section below. You can also email me at I Get Issues Man or tweet me at I Get Issues Man at gmail.com. The, well, the second one was the email. The first one was the Twitter. And you can tweet Joe at Dirty Locks. And we actually already have one tweeter from Anna Banana who says, The shit hits the fan. Go Team Rick. Die Dickless Nicholas. And oh yeah, go fuck yourself, Deanna. We own this town, motherfucker. Yes, Anna. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing. A lot of people, too, are going to start comparing this version of Rick with a version of Shane that we saw. He did quote. He did quote. Which he was fighting for his woman. Just for the record. Possibly a child, but no. Joe, just for the record, though, he did quote Shane. If you ever hit her again, I'll kill you. After he beat the shit out of him, he, he said he quoted Shane right there. Specifically. Yeah, I think there might have been another Shane quote in there. <laughs> I loved well, it. In that speech about uh, you maybe... I think there was probably they probably threw something else in there, not just if you ever hit her again, I'll kill you, because that's quoted in every fucking TV show with an abusive person. 
ever. Bro, like, yeah, hit her, I'll kill you, and then she ends up dead. Brohawk Riley says he'd uh, knock my ass out if I was going too crazy. And Tara Chan says the uh, the Alexandria safe zone is full of shit people aside from Aaron and Eric. Absolutely. And also, yes, we, let's talk about that quickly. Let's just get out of the way. There was no uh, no Abraham tonight, no Father Gabriel, and no Maggie. No no reaction to what we saw at the end of last episode with Maggie listening in on Father Gabriel. That happens no, somewhere else. Maggie's trying to figure out what to do somewhere. Here's the thing, Phil. You, you, you. I've known you a long time. Yeah. So if we, you've shut together, me up at a party before. You've shut me up when I've been out of control at a party before. Okay, but here's the thing. I, I remember a few times. If we are together at this point in the apocalypse, okay, okay, Phil. Yep, yep. No, no, no. And I've done it. Very just very clear about this. And I am running up to you both seeing someone choking you on the ground and you rolling over and choking them out. I want this to be very clear. I am not knocking you out. I am in fact coming up and kicking that motherfucker in the face. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too, Joe. I am going Joe. to stomp his head oh, until whoa. it is splashed <laughs> on the ground because if he dies any moment after this, he's going to turn into a zombie and that's what he's going to need. So oh yes, God. it is knife to the back of the skull time to anybody that's taking fisticuffs to my family. Fisticuffs. Period. Yeah, yeah. It's, Period. It's... There is no question about it. There is no, I don't know what's going on. Who could be right? Who could be wrong? Oh, no. Period, plain and simple. You win in that scenario. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't care what the fuck is going on. We fight and they die. No, you we, back your period. Hand. I back my 13 to the fucking bloody end. You're going to throw Rick out? You're going to throw Rick out, the man that brought us here, that saved our lives countless times. No, not to mention, no, sir, you are not the man that bit somebody's fucking throat out to stop me from getting raped. I'm going to knock this motherfucker out. Joe, Joe, I'm going to jump on board with you here. I'm going to add to your rage. Not to mention, Michonne just showed the fuck up. She doesn't know what's going on. You don't know why Rick's going. You yeah. automatically take those other fucking people's side. And you don't take back Rick's side. What the fuck, dude? Seriously. Seriously. Nope. There is no way I knock your ass out. And everything Rick said is the truth. Yep. These people don't fucking get it. They don't understand. <laughs> they don't know what's going on out there. And they need to be shown. You fight or you die. It's exactly the same out there as it is in here. He is going to kill her. There is no free pass in this. There is no, oh, you contribute more to the group, so you are allowed to beat somebody. Yeah, because that is surgeon. not how fucking yeah. life works anymore. Period. Either we all live together, we are all one, we are all equal, or we kill the person that thinks that they are above us, that they are allowed to do this to us. We are all one person, one community in that world. And the 13 better stick together. And they and that's all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm infuriated by how that went down. Every single, in that other fight, when Daryl, Daryl jumped right the fuck in, I'm going to kill this other person. That's how all of them should be killed that mayor's fucking son and his lackey right then and there you attack fucking Glenn you die that's it that's it I do want to say Daryl wasn't gonna kill the dude he restrained him and told him I will kill you if you try anything from here on out you want to kill people (laughs) oh my gosh I saw Katie's hand I saw Katie's hand you at this point there's no jails there's no we're gonna exile you so you can come back in the middle of the night and try to kill us yes, all but if there's none can... of that shit there's you fucking drawn us you try to kill us you try to hurt us 
you die. That's that's the only punishment in this world that I can see. Knife to the back of the head. Knife to the back of the head. When Rick is talking to Deanna late, or earlier in the episode, he makes an absolute right. In this world, you warn people to do something, and if they don't listen, they die. That's the law now. It's not, it's not let's get them in a court and argue their case and discuss things. That, you're going you're to you're lock this? Like, you're going to separate this person? What's he going to do? He's Listen, okay, you're going to try to punish me? I'm the only surgeon in town? Guess what? I'm not going to be your fucking surgeon. Go fuck yourself. Don't come back with any bullet wounds. Well, ah, you, you never like, trust him to operate uh, right, on you. What? And then <laughs> when I get shot, I'm going to come back? He's going to heal me? He's going to surgeon heal that wound? The guy who beat him up in prison advocated yeah. against him? Fuck that. This guy got to go. Well, I don't trust him as a doctor anyways. He's torturing his wife and kid yeah, on a regular basis. Exactly. You are not a healer. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Where's your, uh, where's your, where's your, what's his name's vow? That Hippocratic. Hippocratic yeah. Is he just doing it to get more work so he can First, show himself no. useful? He's like, my, my family's just really clumsy and I'm really needed. I'm a surgeon <laughs> over here. He's going around beating people up just so he can turn them into clients. What the fuck? What an asshole. Joe, the world is behind you right now 100%. Anna Banana, I'm behind you 100%, Joe, from Twitter. Uh, Scott Scott Dakota, exactly, Joe, preach. We have many people say, RSA saying, preach, Joe. Terrachand, I love you, Joe. Now we can predict deaths because they're actually sharing the screen with minor characters, except for who's going to die. Uh, Melody Vision, Deanna did see that Pete was a danger. She said she thought he would stop. It will get to that. The bitch knew the doctor beat his wife and let her get away with it. Joe, preach, preach, preach. We got tons of Joey preach. So let's Deanna's get pathetic. Yeah, no, no. And and here's and here's my thing. Deanna, Deanna is no better than fucking rapey cop Don because she's allowing that to happen because he's a surgeon and he can help. She's us. worse, You're Joe. She's God, worse because she's, she's delusional. She wants to get beat. Let her get beat. No, fuck that. That's not how it works. Joe, I think she's oh, even worse. Sure. It's a kid. There's a kid. There's there. a kid involved. Oh, right. Well, but Carol's mom now. Deanna's worse. I'm saying Deanna's worse. Uh, Brohawk, Brohawk Riley says it reminds me of the hospital doctor, remember? But, uh, only because there could be he could be fixed people, otherwise they would have killed him. And Brohawk Riley also says, good point, but I'm starving and tired, and if you have a cracker approaching my mouth, I'll knock you the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him... <laughs> Oh gosh, here we go. Here we go. So let's get into this episode. Let's get into the uh, recap here. Here we go. So, so yeah, so I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad we got a lot of cool stuff in this episode. We got a lot of, uh, we did not get continuation of the Maggie Father Gabriel stuff. We didn't get any more of Abraham, but we did get to see uh, Carl tonight and his girl finally. Uh, we got to see yeah. some of that. And uh, we got to see Ca Carol moving on from, to casseroles from cookies. She's uh she's 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 graduated here. She's she's really remembering her cooking classes. So let's start out this episode. It all starts out pretty weird but pretty cool. Uh, it's the night the episode opens up and we see a walker kind of uh, wandering over through the over the pictures that Sasha shot. Uh, which is a good kind of parallel that we keeps coming back to in the episode. I really like the Sasha stuff in this episode. Again, it's understated by how amazing the Rick stuff was, but another great job by the actress that plays Sasha in her, or just as an actress in her performance, the looks in her face. I, I personally, we can get to it. You can bitch about it when we get to it. I don't dislike, no, no, no. I am uh, about to agree with you. Oh my yeah. God. You're going to agree with me. <laughs> yes. Her acting is, her acting is wonderful. She's great. She oh, the story great. is just, the yeah. Cast. But I just hate, this is like, to me, this is like all those, uh, you know, law and order shows where the cop 
each and every single one of the cops in the squadron breaks down and is going to kill a, a suspect and their partner has to come and be like, don't do it. It's not worth it. You know, you can, you're better than this. And then the next week it's the cop that talked the first cop out of it, doing it to, to a suspect and their partner is saying the same shit to them. And it's just, they can fill up in a 22 episode season. They got, you know, nine episodes every season. That is the exact same fucking thing. And we've seen this with every character. We saw it with her brother. We saw it with Rick. Everybody's having their breakdown. Everybody gets a chance to talk someone out of it. And that's annoying to me. So, so let's get a couple of questions in the, or a couple of comments in the chat room before we move on to the recap. Ren says, they have a choice. They can either live in my world or die in the old one, as Rick said. Or, oh wait, Daenerys Targaryen there. Tara Chan says, <laughs> the beginning was weird with the music. Yeah, we're going to get to that in one second. Sam Crow says, Deanna is stupid for kicking people out. Look what happened to the governor. They thought they were gone. Yeah. They show up out of the fucking blue, blue with a tank and an army. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get into that That's in a little dangerous. bit. Uh, Dakota says, uh, Deanna is so fucking clueless. Tara Chan says, Carl and the girl was so unnecessary and a bit forced uh better turn out that she's evil or something that was so bad especially the slow motion that was horrible but uh, whatever we'll get to that later um tuna casserole and i think uh carl and ina were cute i do think they were cute i just the the i liked everything but the slow motion scene come but, on you gotta give carl carl's gotta have Aww. a girl eventually he does so but they didn't need to do they didn't they might as well play him a virgin until he's like 29 joe they might as well play Dreamweaver there they might as well have been playing Dreamweaver and Garth was like, she's so pretty. I, mean I just mean in the slow motion section. I agree that they need a girl and I liked everything that they did with them. I just didn't like that particular moment of when they showed them. Yeah, when they the extra bit of Lumberger cheese there, Katie, when they slowed it down and, and they see them like running like, oh, 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 we love. You know, I just, that bothered me for a second. So anyways, the episode starts out with uh, this Walker and Sasha looking at him. And then we see Deanna and her family mourning the death of Aiden. And they, they mourn in a weird way. They take one of his run mixes, something that says run mix. And he, he puts it, she puts it in a nice stereo that they have. And uh, they start listening to some Nine Inch Nails. Was it Trent Reznor or Nine Inch Nails? I'm not sure. And it, was, it was Nine Inch Nails. It was Nine Inch Nails. It was Nine Inch Nails. Is there a difference? Well, oh, what the 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 other guy isn't there? Okay. The other like, the other important other guy. There's still Trent Reznor wailing yeah, the, over Trent Reznor's fucking synthesizer. Right. The other the other uh, the other member the other important members of Nine Inch Nails besides Trent Reznor. So so they're listening uh, to I've music. Seen, I've seen Nine Inch Nails live. I love them. Me they're too. Great. I've seen him. I've seen him two or three. I've seen him two or three times. And, and the last time I saw them, just quick aside, that he actually played with a band. The first time I saw him, he, he had he played he played with musicians that were pantomiming, and he just beat the shit out of his musicians while he sang his songs. It was pretty hilarious. I saw him from the pit. Open up for Jane's addiction the last time. Yeah, me too. I was at that show, Joe. Anyway, so so we can oh, we continue oh, on. We so they're listening to <laughs> Rob. There. They're listening. I think we were all three of us were there together. Actually, if I, if we I, were together, yeah, we were together. <laughs> <laughs> so he's listening to uh, he's listening to the the morning family music of Nine Inch Nails, and it's pr it's pretty uh pretty pretty interesting scene, and. Uh, and the song plays while we switch over to Carol cooking up a storm, the tuna casserole, as someone said before. And uh, Carol's cooking up a storm. She's making the casserole, not cookies this time. And she's trying to write something on a card. And I just thought this scene was very hilarious with the music as a counterpoint to, to Carol trying to come up with words to write on a, on a, uh, on a, on a greeting card. It's just, it's just one of those humorous things like Carol trying to be like, oh, what the fuck should I write here? And That's it, hilarious too, yeah, and, and, and especially for a card you're just leaving on the porch. Like, yeah. don't you actually hand it to him? Well, 
Like, I think she had Sam, right? Because he showed up in the window. Yeah, Sam's her bitch now. Sam's her cookie bitch now. I think she's resigned herself to the fact that she can't get rid of this kid. Yeah, she's yeah. nanny. <laughs> she's taking. Uh, 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 here's here's my my really. That's your run mix. That's that song's on your <laughs> on your like. I want to go for a jog. Is that something? No, like, I think his run mix like go on a run, go on a run, go on a getting supply run. Go on a get oh, people killed oh, run. Okay. Yeah, getting like a, run. Yeah, my getting exactly, Katie. My getting people killed run. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I've seen in the comments about this loud loud music thing. It's meant to draw people the zombies mm. away. Uh, I don't. I, I, it's just a bad idea altogether. It's not going to work. It's because it do you know what works from the other side of town towards the town? Do you know what works, Joe? Do you know what works? And I'm going to quote Terrachan here: "Mysterious, uh, haunting, badass survive survivalist Enid using alarm clocks as sound traps. Things like that work on a one-on-one -on -one basis if you're not a killer <laughs> to make to allow yourself to survive. And I thought that was one of the, a very cool Batman-like moment for Enid when she threw it the. Was, it was clever. It was using noise to distract a zombie. But we've seen many things work for that. I just think, it, I just thought that was really cool. Bomb. How many egg timers are you going to carry? Like, yeah, that was a great find, great use for a, a tool that you don't You go back and collect it later. You go back and collect it later after yeah. the timer runs out, like Daryl does with bows. You go back yeah. and yeah. You, uh, you, so you basically just have this, have one or two that you have on you at all times. It's just a good way to survive when you're not very tough. Yeah, yeah it's a neat little yeah, trick. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. I think everybody liked it. It was cool. She's a clever girl. That's she a good is. thing to know. Dakota like says, I want Carl to be a virgin until he's 30. I don't want any 16-year-old pregnant during the apocalypse. Uh, Tara Chan says, no, I don't mind Carl having a little thing, but if it felt forced and unnecessary. I, that that's what I, I agree to. I think the scene felt forced because we haven't had them in a couple weeks, so they had to speed up time with their relationship to show you that stuff has happened so yeah. they didn't ease it in over a couple of episodes it's just we haven't yeah, seen it in a video game and, and he's while. been followed like a couple times they've left left camp he's followed her now so he's done it before and i like how she's so easily able to avoid carl it shows that you know as much time as carl's been in this group wandering around he hasn't spent enough time with daryl Oh, yeah. Like, if yeah, I were Rick, I'd, like, anytime Daryl's like, I'm going out, I'd be like, would you mind taking Carl with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? He has no stealth. He has no idea how to be stealthy. <laughs> he has no idea really how to track so well because he can't track mm -hmm. her. He loses her every time, yeah. you know? Dakota, Dakota says, uh, with you, what's with these idiots and their loud music? So, so she's peeping. Sam's peeping through the window, looking at her make the casserole. And as we were saying, she just knows at that moment that Sam's her bitch, and she can have Sam do anything she wants. And and she, even though she yelled at him and showed him all that, she's the only thing Sam can really count on right now. So we also yeah, see Sam knows she's not gonna hurt him. Absolutely. It, it's like yeah because she, he can tell she gives him cookies if he's good what's daddy do if i'm good he just ignores me and when i'm bad he hits me it's one or the other <laughs> so, this is better this is better yeah this is way better so sasha's holding the rifles and the aiming at the walkers heads heading towards the community gate and she's just going nuts holding it in but you can see she's trying to control herself and uh but she just shakes off the confusion and uh, maybe she just doesn't like nine inch nails or something but she sees the walker kind of walking towards her 
Then we cut back to Aiden's family crying at the awkwardness of the music mix. And the brother comes up and just shuts it off to the dad crying. No, no, no. The dad's like, turn it off. Turn, turn it, it off. off. Please turn it off. Deanna, <laughs> I, I can't believe. Nine inch nails. <laughs> I love my son. His taste is horrible. Yeah, my, my son has horrible taste in music. No, I like nine inch nails. I'm just kidding. So, De uh, yeah. so Deanna finds the casserole, but dad doesn't like it. Why couldn't he have been into Perry Como? Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't even know my son. Yeah, I do. Oh, gosh. Why, 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 why? So Deanna finds the casserole uh, from, Car from Carol on the door with a note on it that says, I am truly sorry for your loss. Deanna leaves the casserole out and just on the floor. She doesn't give a shit about no casserole. And then she goes inside and she burns the note. She's got fucking zero fucking hell and crap to give about fucking Carol and her fucking casserole. She's like, fuck this shit. I'm sorry. She got to go. Knife to the back of her head, Deanna? real fucking quick. Take out her husband so there's no words of opposition. Because I, I don't like her delegating her. I just know what's best for people. I completely disagree. You sent fucking Noah out there. You should have sent fucking Rosita out there way before you sent Noah out there. Abraham out there before you sent Noah out there. Like, you put, oh, he's a big guy. Let's make him a construction crew worker. He has better mm -hmm. talents than that. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, it's going to work out. He's going to be the foreman, and he kept them all safe, and it's good that he's there. That's Whether it's her divine knowledge or, you know, accidental, he should have been on that run. Rosita should have been on that run. There's no – where the fuck are their people? It seems like there's more of us that oh, – us. <laughs> <laughs> more of the 13 that have arrived than there are people living here. The 13 of Karth, Joe? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Every time you say the 13, I start thinking, sorry. Change the subject. Uh, let's get to the chat room a little bit before we move on. Uh, the, Terry Chin says the worst line was the whole thing about Rick saying he would only do this for her, that when she asked him if he'd do it for her. I agree. We're, we're, we're going to bitch about that when we get to it. Let's, let's hold on that. Bite your tongue on that. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, Ren Renwood, do we think that Sasha's looking for the people in the pictures? I think she's just looking for anybody she can get a fucking yeah. her hold on. Richie says Sasha suit and zombies. Uh, with W's on their head everywhere. Yet she was. And Tara Chan says, yes, we've seen that one picture a few times. They keep coming back to that picture, which is crew of The Walking Dead, as if people have seen The Talking Dead know that. Uh, Rick says, I think Rick is pussy whipped before he gets it. Oh, my gosh. I saw a trailer for the next episode. Car Carl's my spirit. Carol is my spirit animal. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Carl says, if Enid is involved with this external group, will that will attack Alexandria, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm starting not to think so. I'm starting to think yeah, Enid's sorry. on the list. This episode means me not think so yeah but then again she knows carl's following him so you don't go back to camp yeah if you're being followed very true good good point don't come Joe. back here Make isolate sure him you're not followed isolate him right if, yeah. and if you don't come back we're gonna tie your mom up <laughs> And kill her up on a tree. So, Joe, amazingly enough, we're still not to the cold open yet. So let's get, let's go on a little bit. So, uh, so, so she birds the note and uh, eats the casserole or, or ditches the casserole. It leaves it out for someone else to eat. I'm sure Daryl, when he gets back, will eat that shit. He'll find it out in the street and just be like, oh, fucking casserole. I'll eat that. And, oh, yeah. and then we get Daryl th struggling through some uh, grass and he shoots a walker out. Aaron comments that there's more walkers than usual, but doesn't seem to see people. And Daryl points. It's pitch black. It's, it's nighttime. Pi it's pitch black at nighttime, and we can see one little light in the distance where Daryl points out. Yeah. Daryl tells him. Daryl tells him. Uh, someone he's is. He's like, shh. There's someone here, and way off in the distance, you can see that fire going. 
Right. And then we get our credits rolling. And here we go into Nicholas the dickless cocksucking piece of shit. I saw you guys in the chat room writing earlier. What a piece of cocksuck. He's getting up there on my fucking shit list. He's not Father Gabriel shit list, but this guy's a fucking slimy fucker too. This guy, as far as I'm concerned, this guy, yeah. Is he not? what I don't know what Glenn's thinking. Who's higher in your shit list? Murdered him in town. He should have came, killed him, (laughs) stuffed him in the back of that fucking van, or hit him somewhere, (laughs) and then on the next run dumped his body. (laughs) Scott Dakota says Joe's answer to everything is knife to the back of the head. (laughs) No, no, it's not the answer to everything. But when when you think about what this group has learned, okay, like really what this group has learned is there is no that that the society has fallen to a point where if you're not a good person you're a bad person and if you're a bad person you're going to do bad to us we cannot let you do bad to us therefore ergo death for you knife to the back of the head and and at least you get the mercy because i'm not going to leave you alive (laughs) for your zombie to come after me or go after someone else in that chain reaction that carl learned about back in season two you're a giver, Joe. You really are. You're a, gi- a giver. It's, it's your giver. I will give you the mercy of yeah. death. You're no yeah. longer here for this world to cause harm and havoc. Who? Oh, Sam Crow's asking the question I'm trying to ask you here, which is important. Who to you is number one on your shit list right now between Gabriel or Nicholas the cocksucking Dickless? Gabriel, worse, right? Worse right now. Um, Gabriel's I, slithery and insidious. You know, Katie, says, Katie says right Gabriel. Now, Gabriel's only used his mouth to harm people. Right. He hasn't officially got anyone killed except for his whole congregation. He, you know, the, this passive... Aside from that. Aside this, from that. The, the passively, he got everybody killed. This is... You know, it, here's the thing. I am still at... at not at... You don't know if people are bit. You don't know if you're letting in bad people that are going to hurt you as well. Like, I'm not... Uh, no, I'm more pissed. I'm more pissed at him for what he did recently than all of that. Yeah. To, to be quite honest, him oh, backstabbing—that yes, was a very slimy backstabby thing. And words hurt, and his words could have gotten them. Words hurt more than they zombie bites. Exiled because that influence is in her mind now. After well, Rick did the shit that he did. Yeah, he's a slow-moving virus. Nicholas, right. he's gonna be picked out real soon because he's not smart. He's not quiet. He's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go still with Gabriel's on the shit list most of all. Okay. Yeah, I, I think. Um, and, that's, and that's basically for what, for what she just outlined. And that's true. Nick is too much of a nothing. I don't think he's got enough brain or brawn or guile, charisma, or any of these things to actually cause. I thought you were harm. quoting a Survivor season. You were like brain, but brawn, beauty or something. Sorry. Oh, my. Yeah, that was that was the last season of one of the last seasons of Survivor was called that. Anyway, so Deanne is watching a recording of Nicholas tell his lies. I mean, his side of the story about the supply run. Nick says that Aiden was shooting a walker trying to save everyone, or he calls him Romers, excuse me. But but yes, Glenn distracted him by pointing out that he had a yeah, grenade. But then they pointed out that he had a grenade on his belt, and he says he wanted to run, but Nicholas was gonna stay. Was was uh, trying to uh, get them to stay, and uh, and the and, and Glenn wanted to run. And he's just a lying prick. What were you gonna say, Joe? He's a fucking lying prick. And, and that's and that's just it. They're both lying pricks. They've both had their lives saved on multiple accounts. This kid had his life saved. Uh, we can say maybe when 
when Tara and Glenn end up killing the tied-up zombie because they weren't handling that well. Yeah. Then we can say that his life was saved again, both when they all made it into that storeroom at the warehouse, then when he was able to run away because Glenn and the dying and his partner that was dying were distracting the zombies. Mm -hmm. Then when he sacrificed Noah and and uh and and uh Mullet drove by, Eugene, Eugene drove by and and allowed him to get out so on that one day he had his life saved multiple times by this group and he still went in that house and spat lies and venom yeah still a lying sack of shit and and advocated for these this group to be thrown out it's all the same exact shit gabriel did only gabriel hasn't passively or hasn't exactly gotten anybody killed in this group like this guy did yet yeah. yeah, he almost did when he escaped through the hole and he came back and he had them un- undo the door to let him in instead of just going back in through the hole that he came out of. D- DJ Better says both need a black knife to the back of the head. Uh, Big Sexy IND says, hey, guys, I can't stay for the whole show. I'm in the hospital. Oh, we hope you're feeling better. Sorry. Uh, ho- hopefully it's nothing too serious and speedy recovery. But Deanna believing Nicholas is fucking bullshit. I don't think she did believe him when it really came down to it. As we see... Uh, her watching the video and while this is going on we see a we see a we see a counterpoint of glenn telling rick i thought the scene was done really well from yeah, just a yeah. theatrical standpoint of having two things going on at the same time a counterpoint and hearing both voices being able to understand what both people are saying at the same time and everything that he's saying glenn basically telling the truth of it to rick and rick just sitting there with this like motherfucker motherfucker just pissing just adding fuel to the rick flames uh he, he said he made us, uh, we made him stay so he wouldn't leave. Nick just kept going on, hitting the glass, pushing it. Glenn says, it's just, a, it's just great. Nick says that they did it, it was them. Uh, and she asks, why'd you come back with them? Deanna says, okay, no guns, no one's going out past the walls until I investigate the situation. And Nick's like, they're bad. Why do you need to investigate? And she said, I've seen a lot, Nick. I need to look at all sides. And she's watching back the video. And you can tell she just kind of thinks it's bullshit. But she still thinks that these people are venom because her son wasn't dead before they showed up. I think she, that's what she's feel, probably what she's feeling in that moment. That, that I'm starting not to like these people. Yeah. Uninvited guests. And, you know, Glenn should have been a little bit more clear of I know what you did, too, in that whole exchange with the, with the kid. Because the mother doesn't know what they did by leaving, abandoning those other people. Uh, Terry Chan says, "I think she's just on the. I think she is just on the fence. I don't think she necessarily disbelieves Nick. I agree. I think she's not sure what happens, but I think she trusts Glenn more than she trusts Rick. So she doesn't think it necessarily jives with what they're talking about Glenn. At least that. But who knows? She doesn't know these people right now. She's probably going to trust the these idiots she knows over the people that are stopping and actually fucking making sense." Nicholas would be number one on Arya's hit list. Yeah, she, yeah, he would. Fucking piece of shit. Stab this motherfucker in the throat. Needle this motherfucker. So uh, Rick explains to Glenn that the community is just a bunch of children, and they can't look. They're like children wandered into a uh, middle of a conversation, and they can't help themselves that they shouldn't have to answer to anything Deanna says. Fuck themselves. Fuck these people. But Glenn disagrees, and he says, we are these people now. Noah believed in this place. We got to make this place work, Glenn says. And do you know what Rick says? Rick gets distracted by Stephen King's It, which is playing at a local theater, and he's going, Georgie, the balloons. I can see the balloons, Georgie. (laughs) (laughs) They all float. And he goes and chases a red balloon and and runs off. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I thought this was hilarious. Uh, Carl says, Deanna will believe Nicholas. It fits with what Gabriel's saying. I, I tend to agree. Nicholas will be number one on Irish hit list. Yes. Terry Trin says, yes, he would. Oh, my God. Carl says, uh, Deanna would believe, or about, uh, yes, he would. Oh, my God, to Arya's hit list. Uh, Carl says, uh, Terry Trin says, yes, and the fact that she's in mourning would also help the way she feels. And now with the stuff with Rick, she's she's going to, yeah. it's all going to pile on. But it's all going to go on Rick's I, fault somehow. It, it will. I, I want to make a melody a vision made made a point too and yeah gabriel does have a certain loyalty i agree with you there he's been with, the he's been with them a lot longer you're right about that's that right. yeah so that's the one difference is that even though I, they has, both deserve it uh gabriel still deserves it yeah nicholas that's has no reason factor. not to lie and try to preserve his own safety and security and yeah. i was gabriel he's been with them he should be loyal absolutely katie 150 percent. where this guy is uh, this guy's w one half of a team of people that we got introduced to saying, hi, we're douchebags. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so it's like, what could you expect from these guys other than douchebaggery? It's, it's right. upfront about their douchebaggery. I have yeah, to say this. Very upfront. Right, right from the beginning, the only, the only person I can blame at this point now for the death of the mayor's kid is Glenn. But by the by the way, by the way, Joe, uh, I just want to read Scott Dakota's quick scene before we before we handle that. Glenn's scene was so well acted, you would think that maybe Maggie would be there to support her fucking husband. Who? Who's Maggie? Who's yeah. Maggie has a husband. Wait, Glenn has a hu a wife. I, I didn't know. That. <laughs> I forgot. Holy shit. I thought it was single. I don't know who that is. Oh, Melody, you would prefer that. Hope honestly, between Glenn and Maggie, I'd prefer that Maggie get killed off. At this point, Mag it won't, wouldn't matter. We already know what the show would be like without Maggie. It's 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 we're not ha Maggie's not on the show actually. So <laughs> not tonight. Not that I don't. I love Maggie. Yes. Who knows who's who gives a f <laughs> Terry Chan? Who knows where the fine fuck Maggie is? <laughs> but yeah, I think she's I think in that basement. I oh, think she's locked in Deanna's basement. She is uh -oh. she's trying to figure out. She's got. Hopefully, she's got Father Gabriel locked in Deanna's basement, doing a little fucking number on his ass. Uh -oh. And uh, what? Maybe the ninety-nine. Maybe the balloons mean ninety-nine red balloons. Says Richie. Nine red balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! The chat room. You guys are going crazy. I love you guys. You guys keep me keep keeping us going and making this all the more fun. Thank you for joining us live, guys. Really do appreciate it. And if you're listening to the iTunes feed of this later, because I know we got some iTunes subscribers that just listen to that feed, try to join us live right after the broadcast on the YouTube channel. It'd be really cool to do that. And uh, get your questions in live in your comments so here we go so rick goes and he greets carol who tells him about the casserole she wanted to make sure that uh deanna saw that they brought that and she's working the big game no one's keeping a clear clearer head in this whole situation than carol and uh she's not dropping the game who's what and she, she's kind of sitting there watching jesse and her boys carol explains that sam when shit goes bad locks himself in his mom's closet and, it, and she gave him a bolt on the inside when pete gets into one of his rages he can hear his mom crying she says that sam once found jesse outside and he was like unconscious she was she was unconscious and bleeding while pete just sat on the porch drinking a beer okay I got a question. Yep. We never saw Max say this. Is is Carol this a real story from Max or Sam? Sam, sorry. Sam, from, Sam. From the kid Sam. <clears throat> or is this a real story from Carol's past? Well, yeah, that she, he asked her for a gun. He asked her for a gun, yes. 
I I'm talking about Sorry. the Bolton, the kid in a door. Oh, she yeah, woke yeah, yeah. up. Uh, she he in the middle of it all. He came downstairs and she was bleeding on the floor right. unconscious. Mm. Hubby was on the porch drinking a beer. Is that something from Carol's past, or is that something that this kid actually told Carol? Ooh, is what I'm asking. Yeah, I didn't. Is she think playing Rick? Is she like? <laughs> this is how bad it really fucking is, right? She she definitely knows all the buttons to push, and as I said, she's always playing a bigger game of a bigger game of Yahtzee going on. That's right why now. I'm. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. Like, I, it was like, I and I, I'm, I love the fact that the producers left that out because it makes me wonder at least whether or not this was something that you know. How do I know, Rick? <laughs> because this is how I know. Mm. This is what happened to a me. Manipulation from her, a right? Bit. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. Big sexy says Gabriel needs the uh, Joe treatment knife to the back of the skull. I just want every time, every time night and bed. This is uh, the issues program drinking game. Every time Joe says knife to the back of the skull, drink <laughs> soda, <laughs> drink <laughs> knife to the back of the skull, drink drink. If you're Shut under, on. if you're under the drinking age, you can drink water. You're allowed or soda. <laughs> no, anyways, so so Rick asks, uh, what why she cares? What the drinking age? You have to, yes. Or if you're twice, Rick asks why she cared. What happened to Jesse? And Carol explains, you know why. And I haven't seen you, and 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 you, and I've also seen the way you look at her. And I yeah. think you care too. And this is leads into what Joe was saying that this could be part of Carol's plan and she's manipulating him because she knows that Rick's got a hard on for this check and that yeah. that Rick for the first time someone else explained this but it's a good point I forget what podcast or someone I was listening to that said something like this so I'm stealing this thought but it's it's a good thought the, Rick hasn't had a lot of time to think about sex but now that he's in this safe environment walking around it would make sense that the minute he sees a girl that he finds attractive that he could be led a little bit by a, his, yeah. his dick a little bit because he's in a oh, yeah. for the first time in a quote unquote safe place for in a long time without I, I don't know that I, it makes I sense could be true if uh I think at one point now Katie kept mentioning throughout this episode that it's been a long like time tweaker, for Rick. he's yeah, shaken he's, he's out of his mind like he's he really seems a little a little you know uh, beyond over the edge or sitting yeah. on the edge or close walking that edge line and I think at one point he mentions who the fuck can sleep so I don't think he's slept no, since he got to this not. town. He, All he can think about is is how unsafe they are, how these people are blind, yeah. how they're going to get everybody killed. How am I going to take over this town to keep everybody safe? Like, oh, my God, this woman's getting beat. Does she want to suck my cock? Uh, yes, like Rick. All, it's all in there. And she, it's all like, you know, been days now. And I don't think he's really slept. Rick all. Grimes needs to get off. I think I think he needs it. He needs a nap. And yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I think he. That every, every, too. everybody has to. Yeah, but there's a reason why. I don't want to get too into it, but there's a reason why Ma Maggie and Glenn, or Glenn has more of like a chill vibe. At least, yeah. at least he's somewhere getting, or Abraham's sort of mellowing into it, and Rosita the has. The reason why we have opposable thumbs, Rick. Take a bathroom break. Yeah, Rick needs Rick needs to get the edge off a little bit and start looking at the situation a little, because and not take this girl as serious. I'm not saying his mission of what he's doing is wrong with these people. I just don't think this should have been the impetus to do it. I don't I think this is a wrong fight to pick necessarily. Not that he shouldn't protect this woman, but he's leading. No, he's... I'm pretty sure it's exactly the right fight. It's just he went about it the wrong way. What I say still holds true. And I think that is a solid fucking argument. And I'm not going to wait for you 
to say, no, it's not a solid argument. I'm going to take care of that. Nobody has the right to do it. And, and, uh, and, and I just, exile is not an option. Well, it's, I mean, they keep saying that's basically killing the person anyway. Exactly. So just fucking man up and do it. <laughs> like, I just think he's, I think he's overreacting. He's pushing himself in a situation with a married woman that he shouldn't be pushing himself in the situation. He should be there with Michonne, the two cops doing their thing, subduing this yeah. guy and threat. It sh- he should have got about to advocate to kill him. No, and that's the thing. Not. Michonne is not going to advocate to kill him. And, and, he- and that is the only way to deal with this. I'm like, I, I can't like, it's can, how many chances do you give him? Because the only way, it, if it gets worse, he's so right. If it gets worse, she's dead uh, he's like i it, oh my god if it gets worse you're dead that can't happen i can't let that happen <laughs> can't let him kill you because then i'm gonna have to kill him anyway and your life would have been something i could have saved something i could have protected and i i won't be able to live with myself so i have to kill him first scout dakota says the only person uh running this town is carol bow bitches absolutely yeah. and uh it's it's just i just think uh I guess I think that Rick needs to, I don't, I just, I, I agree with something Terry Chairman was saying earlier. I, and we're going to get to it. I, I keep biting my finger, biting my tongue, but when she gets into the, you'd only do this for me whole thing. And uh, I'm, we'll get to it. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, that just pisses me off. And I think that's him just thinking with his fucking dick and he should shut yeah. the, shut the fuck up a little bit, but whatever. So Rick asked why she cares. It happens to Jesse, and he says, "I know why you care." And she says, "If Walker's hadn't got Ed, that she might not have been st- that she would not be standing there." Rick kind of smiles at her and says, "Yeah, you would," and walks off. And again, uh, Tim Curry starts distracting him with the uh, the red balloon <laughs> that they all float, and that's tied to a toy that belongs to Sam. And he uh, he has his gun kind of drawn, and he's like walking up towards it. And Pete comes up behind him, and he goes, "Rick, oh. Rick, hey, Rick, buddy, what's going on? What's going on there?" And Rick just ignores him. He's like, Rrr. "Pete," and then he turns around, gives Pete the biggest intense eye fucking I've seen in a while. Like, well, Pete tries to push the issue. He's like, "What's up, man? Hey." Hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm over here. And, and this goes to this goes to what we're talking about here, too, because Scott was talking about it in a different moment. But Rick is acting like that creepy dude you ignore at the bar. It's it's a little creepy. Yeah, it is a little creepy. Yeah, you know he's about to explode. Yeah, I, he definitely should not have approached her in any way about the situation. Not, no. Not then, not on his own, not without a nap and maybe a jerk off. Right. Scout, yeah. Scout also says Rick could masturbate. I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. Uh, we should establish that that's a thing. <laughs> I don't think he has, though. I'm pretty sure he has it. Like it's awkward. You know, the only way you get to masturbate is either if you're standing next to Eugene watching Abraham and Rosita fuck, or at the shit time. And you don't really want to be off for too long on your own. So, like, you shit, you get your business done, and occasionally, every now and then, you go take a piss and you say you took a shit. And you got your more business done, but you want to, you know, you got to be off on your own to do that. Like I said, unless you're with a, <laughs> unless you're with Eugene. So Rick over Abraham and Rosita. <laughs> so Rick's staring at the balloon that's tied to the toy, and Pete comes behind me, calls him Rick, and he just walks away. What? What? Rick's uh, Pete's confused, and he's all like, "What? What?" And he walks away, and the camera pans down to Rick holding his gun behind his leg, and Rick closes his eyes, holding back, pretty much holding back every bit of energy he has not to just shoot this guy in the face. 
So speaking of holding back energy, Michonne wakes up and appears to be contemplating in a very frowny way whether or not to wear her uniform. She picks up a t-shirt and looks at this shitty one-on-one studios t-shirt. And uh, she has all her work shit on the bed and she can't really handle another day in this bullshit land. And Rosita enters and we actually got a big time or Rosita got a plot line tonight. They had her come and give us our update on Tara. Tara's hanging. Katie didn't even really recognize her. Not at first. She was like, who's this chick? She you know? wearing her shorty shorts. She wasn't wearing her shorty shorts her or top. her hat. And she looked good, though. She still looked good. She still. Was just, yeah, she looked better, I think. She She's still my pretty. favorite looking chick in the show. She, she took it for me. She's a hottie. <laughs> so she says uh sasha that tara's okay and hang i'm sorry i got lost in the chat room for a second T- uh rosita enters and says uh tara's hanging out in stable condition and that's our one check on tara for the night and she says that sasha's missing after her night shift we mentioned abe's abe's also doing shifts in the tower as well we get mention of that as well to know that sasha's not the Which only is a better use of abraham's Absolutely. talents right but we do get it like, for a second they do so now what do you got this guy he's doing double duty he's out he's out all day working construction and at night he's gonna be he's gonna be in the tower like maybe that's his thing that oh his- i'm sorry carl thank you that was noah's t-shirt that michonne was looking at i didn't put that together thank you no that was noah's t-shirt the, oh like what like, from the laundry pile or something like that whatever uh scott scott says uh not on screen i just think he's go- oh, going too hard at jesse Oh, Joe, I'm sorry. We sparked the masturbation conversation in the chat room. If you want some laughs, turn to the chat room for a while. You can, uh, we've got the masturbation conversation going on there. Oh, we got our good friend, Big Kev. What's up, Mother Dick? Mother Dick was missing, but boy, did Maggie have a big episode tonight or what? I mean, whoa, they, they got to chill with all that Maggie screen time, Big Kev says. Really? Yeah, Big Kev, they really do. I, I think, I think. Th- excuse me. Thank you very much, Duke. I'm going to look into that. Duke Chronic, yeah, good info. Oh, Duke Chronic, welcome, welcome yeah, to the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, and you guys, my girlfriend that said she wants to see that. <laughs> you guys are such a great team over there. I love, I love you guys. Aww, so, and then thank. Let's all thank Katie and give Katie some love for getting closer to the microphone. She's right off camera here, and we've got Katie is much more of a part of the show tonight. So, so uh, maybe, we'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll. Move the oh, maybe he'll move the camera. <laughs> I, we did see her hand. We've seen Katie's hand tonight once or twice, I believe. So, uh, but, but we can we can hear her a lot. We can hear her a lot better tonight than out there in the chat room, and I'm really happy about that. So, so uh, so Rosita enters and says, "Oh yeah, tower's in stable condition." They talk about uh, going out in the tower. That Abraham's on the tower, and they go and search in the woods. Uh, that they're gonna, and they go out and search in the woods for for uh, Sasha. And see, this this is a good thing. This shows that they're caring. They want to make sure that she's all right and she's not dead somewhere. This is a good thing. This is what they should do. And she should have told people she was going out. I understand she needs to go out, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do what she needs to do uh, in my mind. Fine. And and her the <laughs> argument is if she wants to go out and die like Tyrese did, wants to go get herself killed like Aunt well, Adriana did, or, or Andrea did, or or uh. Or when Beth wanted to do it, and you know, I'm not sure I have necessarily a problem with that. I would love everybody to be a fighter and survive and live in this world. And if that's, but I, I gotta say, do things right. Tell people where you're going. 
the buddy system, something. Yeah, just like the fire. Uh, and we still don't. And, you know, it's good. She should yeah. be out. There should be a patrols out circling the area, clearing oh, the walkers constantly. from the walls, from the whole area. Getting these people, the there are 13, should be out learning the lay of the land, learning what's around the area, not just where that one shack is and hollow tree is. They need to know these things. So yeah, when, when Ian, inevitably it does, right, because it shit does go down and it's gone down every fucking moment it can in the last five seasons. They have to expect it. What are you stupid? Of course we need someone in the tower. Well, we need an escape route. We need multiple evacuation spots, meetup zones, times, you know, one day after, you know, D-Day, whatever that happens to be, we try to meet here. If you're not there at day four, we try to meet at this other spot. There are things that you do to survive, and there's ways to get you all killed. And they seem to want to get them all. You know, we don't see enough of the things that we need to see to make people want to, to make us know that they all want to live. And yeah, Sasha's going through the exact same fucking bullshit her brother went through, and we're not supposed to know if she really wants to live anymore. You don't know what it's like, Michonne. Why the fuck wouldn't Michonne know what it's like? Michonne doesn't know what it's like. She's no, a fucking she baby, people. her boyfriend, or her other friend. The whole fucking, every place she had been, everybody fucking died. Andrea died. She had to go fucking fight the governor. All this well, shit. Like, everything. Michonne's done this, too. Right. I mean, she had a sword and a couple of walker pets. Instead of, instead of a gun. A right. You know? She just didn't have a place to come back to. Michonne doesn't know what it's like. She was fucking almost raped. You know? Come on. Yeah, it's it's very short-sighted by her to get into that. That's the woe is me, no one knows how I feel kind of philosophy where you don't realize when you're going through some trouble that everyone goes through their own pile of shit, especially when you're going through the zombie apocalypse where everyone's fucking lost someone. Everyone's been in this Except situation the before. the people in this fucking town, apparently. Yeah, these fucking... Or they just don't give a shit that they lost anybody else. So they, they talk about her being out in the tower for a while and they head and they draw weapons as they, they think that they hear something and... And uh, they say they say that it. Um, they talk about how it feels different to be out there. And Rosita says it's go- good. And Michonne says I don't know about that. Rosita says after Eugene that she lost something. And uh, she says Michonne seems lost because we found something. Michonne goes Noah's dead. I felt like I was in sleep in there. Rosita says don't forget, don't forget what happened, but don't give up on trying to change a little bit. Uh, you didn't bring your sword. That's a good thing. And I and I was thinking when I was watching this, no, it's not a good thing. She should have brought her no, fucking she sword. She wasn't saying that was a good thing. She said that she was saying that's not a good thing. I thought she was. No, she, she was saying it was a good thing. Like you're growing. You didn't bring a sword. Yeah. That's something. You're at least starting no, to a, change. I thought she, she was saying it was like a bad thing. No, like, she was saying it's a good thing. No, she was saying it like you're. You, she was saying don't forget. And look, yeah, you, don't forget, but. Allow for change. Allow for change. Like no, she was. I think I think you read her wrong. You wanted to believe in Rosita because of your attraction to her, but she was <laughs> speaking dumbassery. She was. Oh, she I was. She was saying. She was speaking dumbassery. You, no, she, she was. Know. She Why just. Don't you have your sword with you. Why? No. Nope. You hung your sword up. You are changing. She. She's like, I can't forget, and she's like, you have forgotten. That's why you hung your sword up. Look, you don't even have it with you. You, you nope. are forgetting. Rewatch that when you rewatch the scene. You. When you, re- you are a badass fucking bitch. <laughs> Where the fuck is your sword? You have this gun. You almost okay. got them all killed. It's your fault, Michonne, that they're fucking. It's Rosita's fault. He's, ye- he's yelling. You're letting off fucking rounds from over fucking Sasha's sword. Sasha's got a fucking silencer. She's right. I wouldn't have died, you fucking bitch. This is your fault, Michonne. Breathe. You forgot who you are. Breathe. 
Good, good, get the hand. Yeah, give 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 him the pat, the pat on the back. Give him the pat on the back. So, so, so yeah. So uh, you lost your way, but for whatever we want to look at that situation, uh, I, Katie and I like I, I viewed it like Katie did too. That she was saying it as you're. Oh, you're starting to come down the road. You're halfway there, or something no, like that. But anyway, so Rick and Deanna are having a. I, I gotta watch it again. I you do. Any, any one of us could be wrong. Yeah, anybody it could be. Uh, Scott, Scott, Scout Dakota says, Joe, I think you should be the mayor of the town. I like your survival plans. But they, <laughs> they do But they do like to do the dumbest, the things dumbest way possible. So there's mm-hmm. that. Why, why can't we just get into the running car? Why do we have to go into the yeah. shed with all the chainsaws? We had a couple of moments like that tonight. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. I wrote one of those moments down. We haven't got to it yet. Rick and Deanna are having a chat by the graves. And he asks how she's holding up and she says i'm not he uh, and he immediately changes the subject okay enough of that shit he tells her that uh, there's a problem with pete and deanna responds with i thought it would get better and rick's like you uh, fucking knew you knew and you haven't didn't do shit about it yet what the fuck and that's why she is worse than rapey cop she's the same rapey cop fucking woman <laughs> In my, in my, like that makes her. Oh, what if, what if he was raping her too all this time? Beating the kid. Beating the kid too, like uh, uh, about the body, so you can't see the bruises. But he's a she surgeon. Knows what's going but, on? She doesn't care because he brings to the table surgery. But he's a yeah. surgeon. He's saving Tara's life now. Guilt trip. Guilt trip. Rick says. Yeah, so if he has a basement full of torture victims, right. oh well. So by that logic, people. by that logic, he sews one together occasionally. Rick, Kill the most zombies so they're kings. And everybody has to do whatever they say, period. Like, that's it. Like, no, that's not how it's going to work. No. Uh, knife to the back of their head. The <laughs> Drink. No. <laughs> like, that's not, how, that's not how this works. We're all equals <laughs> or, you know, nobody gets to beat someone because they bring more to the table. Nobody gets to abuse anybody. There's going to be no human rights issues involved in this. There is no there is no line, you know, there is no gray area. It is a fucking line and you do not cross it. (laughs) Scout says like, dude, Rosita totally had like a lot of lines and she was wearing clothes and stuff. It's like growth for her. (laughs) She's like, look, I grew too. (laughs) Terror chant. Uh, Terry Chan says, let's get drunk. Yep. DJ says, and who the hell was that in the graves? I couldn't understand. I, I would understand crosses, but not actual dig sites if there's no bodies. K- Terry Chan says, kill everybody. <laughs> He's uh, He is not dangerous to his family. He's just a threat to everyone. And, and, he, is, and he is a threat Absolutely. to everyone because exactly what Kate said. Now that, now that he knows or he always knew that Rick was going to be a... Uh, competition or whatever he felt it or he, that's what his craziness or decided what his psychosis decided there's always an imminent danger now at this point to anybody in rick's group that gets put in front of him on a fucking surgery <laughs> table like like i can i can see him coming out sorry guys tara didn't fucking yeah, make it absolutely you cannot trust him you got no, it wasn't my fault tara didn't make it she just didn't fucking make it she had a head wound what do you, what do you expect from me why to the aurea carl is getting everybody. some getting some poon uh uh sonia welcome sonia i'm so tired of rick is crazy or shane is memmy overplayed and one-dimensional uh richie says i hope michonne don't get too attached to this fake town it's gonna be a huge problem joey rico says after a day of hard surgery time to go to the old punching bag says dr pete <laughs> carl says maybe <laughs> Jesse can move in with Rick 
and then Pete doesn't have to die. Terry Chan said, you misread what I said. I said, Pete could get drunk and kill everybody. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, it's in the chat room. Keep it going. It's awesome. Sorry if I misread sometimes. Uh, Ren says, I would never trust that guy with a scalpel. He's uh, cranked on booze and drugs. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and that too. In Terra Chan, I mean soda pop for you. Like, like, okay, we have runs going out today. You're not allowed to drink past midnight. Like, you're, you're NPO alcohol motherfucker you cannot drink past midnight we have people going out you cannot be drunk tomorrow mean you know, mean operate on them that's not the guy gotta go and the and the fucking mayor gotta go they are both bad for business and if anybody wants to stand up and support them and they're gonna take the chance they're gonna get the fucking knife to the back well, of the skull too because you cannot exile there's like no one in that town anyways uh, yeah there's a few, so far, a few chicken heads people. fucking clucking about Pasta makers and fucking, uh, I didn't like this one's a complete, this one said that, blah, 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 blah. This, it seems to me there's less people in this town than there are the people that came with Rick's group. <laughs> they're the, just not, they're not giving us a good sense of the size. No, they're not giving us the good sense of the size at all of it. And and th Terra Chan, thank you so much. I've always that was one of those things that I've uh, that I've always pronounced incorrectly. So I appreciate you spelling that phonetically for me. Uh, Sam Crow says I'm surprised uh, uh, surprised one has uh, weed. They can still grow out there. I'm sure there is. Uh, Dakota says I agree. All the Alexandrians are evil. Who cares if we let people die, get raped, or beaten as long as we have running water and uh, and CD players? Right. Exactly. And that's what. That's what the government, that's what the hospital people were doing, and that's what this mayor's doing. Yeah, yep. It's exactly what this mayor's doing, and that's what the people at the hospital were doing. I Good. see no difference between it. It is black and white. It is Terra Chance, involved. Terra Chance says there was about probably 35 to 45 people at the party, give or take, and I don't think the townsfolk would be okay with it if they knew all the, the other stuff that was going on with the letting people die stuff. I wonder how the other members of the town would, fe would feel about yeah, that. The what, so the nobody in this town talks to each other? Or maybe they all know. They all just don't care. If, if Hey, leave them behind. Save yourself. That's the way it's going to be. But then why would Nicholas have to lie and bullshit about it and make himself seem like it was Glenn's fault that they left him behind? Yeah, I think it's behind. a townwide denial of the reality of the situation uh, yeah, outside exactly. the wall. Exactly, Katie. 100% true. So, uh, so how do they get eggs and milk in Alexandria? What happened to the canned foods passes the expiration date? Yeah, Joe was talking about the farm last. There has to be some sort of. There has to be, right? The word is sustainability. You, there's no reason to have lawns when you can have gardens that are growing food for you to eat. Yep. The lawn is useless and pointless, yeah, especially no in this world. In this there should be zero grass. It should all be, and there's so much you can grow in that in that land. That that grass is fertile soil. You have the water. You have the sunlight. You have sustainability is the word, and that's yeah. what this town is supposed to be based on, and I, I don't understand why they don't have this going on. They why have they to. We, we have to just... Like we have to just not have seen it. There has to be a section of town that's a little farm, as as people are asking, like, where are the farms, where are the gardens, reminiscing. There's, there's got to be somewhere. There has to be something we haven't seen yet, sections of this area. Yeah, and that's what bothers me a little about this. I want to know, like, to have a sense of this place. And if there is a farm and there's chickens and eggs, those chickens make noises, and those chickens are going to draw lots of fucking walkers to that area mm. constantly. <laughs> There's going to be a farm. There's going to be cows, and, and there's going to be more walkers coming. Terra you need those things, and you need to protect against them. You need to keep sweeping the area. 
Terry Chan says they probably have a cow or something. Who knows? There's probably like some there's a cow and a chicken somewhere on site somewhere walking around. Hell, Zelda games have chickens wandering around. They have fucking yeah. Sam Sam Crow, I agree with you. There did seem to be, and I was saying this to Katie earlier too. Um, it seemed like there was many more people in Woodbury than there were in. Alexandria. Oh wow! Like you said what? You, you made you, it look like there was. Whoa, a lot more. Joe, you you struck me off for a second there because you said Woodbury. Because <laughs> I said it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to tout my own horn, but I had just read it, so I didn't want to like be like, oh, I did it right. That's you like know, me pronouncing Olavella's name correctly or something. That'd be like that'd be like the same same thing. I know that we should celebrate such things, uh, or me saying Sansa instead of Sansa oh, or something like that. It's Oberon, not Oberon. Yeah, it's over and not over. You guys again. You pronounced over on wrong. Anyway, so Pete says if he uh, doesn't, if uh, they get into this whole thing, like if uh, if we, we should isolate him, and Rick's like, if he doesn't want to be isolated, I, I mean, we'll kill him. And she goes, we won't kill people in civilization. And he says, warning someone to stop or die is civilization now. Yeah, and, pretty and, much. But here's the thing: there is, and with okay, if someone's stealing. You can warn them to stop or die. If someone is uh, pissing on the lawn, <laughs> I guess you can say stop or die. There's some well, middle ground uh, in there. Right, right. but there, but for like physical, like physical abuse of people and and beating people, there's only two two ways. You're either going to imprison this guy, which is a complete, you know, it's only going to you could never ever ever let him out of prison because unless you're going to torture them and reprogram them and then you can't trust it anyway so it's just it comes all right back could you castrate him could you castrate him would that work that's not gonna no that's just gonna make him a ballless fucking wife beater yeah you're very true i guess if i was thinking get rid of the thing to be pissed about like already has a sack because he attacks rick and and not just beats his wife in front of rick yeah like Usually, it, they, they go stereotypical, I'll only hit the woman. I'm not going to fight you, Rick. But he went for Rick. Right. This he, this guy thought he could take Rick, and he gave Rick a good oh, yeah. fight. We'll, we'll get to that, but he gave Rick a good fight. And we will get to it. So Deanna says she'll exile him, meaning exile the doctor if it comes down to it. Rick says there's times when you can decide, you get to decide who lives, and what if he comes back, and that could lead to all kinds of problems. Deanna responds by saying she wouldn't kill Rick if he was in this, you know, in this situation, which is fortunate. And, and that would be fucking stupid because Rick is smart. Like you're gonna let this doctor go out there. He's a smart man. He's obviously a surgeon. So you're gonna give him the education of the world beyond the walls on top of that to come back at you. Ren goes instead of the balls. Could we just chop his hands off? Or then he yeah. wouldn't be a surgeon, I guess. Yeah, that... I've been hit well, with a nub not, before. He's it not taking care of his surgeon hands. Good. He is not taking awful, care of those surgeon hands. He's not. Uh, Sonia, we Joe, you uh, listen to the beginning of the show when you get a standpoint to hear R- Joe uh, rant about that. Uh, Sonia says, <laughs> "I too had a problem with Michonne from this episode. You don't take down your leader. They will lose more people trying to be like that. Be like yeah. the losers in Alexandria. Absolutely." Yes. Absolute. Well fucking said. Well said, my friend. Well said. Uh, and DJ Better says prison is a waste of resources in this world. The only it, one choice. It, and that's and that's and that's in, in an unfortunate world, heart. Like Damn. it's 
That's and, an unfortunate truth for the zombie apocalypse, especially. And uh, Dakota, I agree with you. We grew up in uh, small towns as well. And yes, small towns, it's everyone's business. Everyone is oh, everyone's business. God. Right. So Sorry. everybody in this town should know exactly what kind <laughs> of fuckface this dude is. So Deanna says uh, that never to suggest execution again. It's just not the way. And he says, uh, listen, you need to make decisions or in people, so people, more people don't die. <laughs> yeah, because, and that's, the truth of the mm-hmm. fact is this. If he doesn't, if he kills him, he saves her life. If at this point he turns around and kills her, I'm going to kill him anyway. That's two lives lost. Well, if I see him attack her, I'm going <laughs> to kill him. It's right. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whether I see it or not, if she walks out of the house and she has a black eye that she didn't have yesterday, you know the dude punched her in the face. Why do I have to see it to respond and kill him? Absolutely. And and Rick knows, even from besides the whole zombie apocalypse, let's take this back just to the whole just to the whole aspect of how these situ- these domestic asshole, abuse assholes do their business. It's just a matter of time before he hits her once and she's dead. And it's just gonna keep escalating if he just is in the situation. He, he's not gonna hit her less. Like right. she's Rick getting into it, it. Rick says it right. She says, I don't want this to get any worse. It ain't getting better. And he's not going to get a therapist unless there's no therapy not going to work in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Prison's <laughs> not going to work in the zombie apocalypse. You're running out of fucking options here. Cutting his nuts off. We've already decided that's not going to work. Cutting his hands off. Like Ren suggests it's not going to work. We're, we're, we're up against the wall here. Exile. Exile causes more problems than good. At, Cause as Rick yep. said, people are going to show up there with a fucking tank at your front door. Cause you, and it's you only got one choice here. K- kill this motherfucker. Agreed. So uh, so back to Michonne and Rosita, who uh, they saw the walker, and uh, and and we see a couple walkers that Sasha's killed, and we see that's kind of fresh. So they're getting closer to her, her tail, and uh, they see the pictures that Sasha shot, and they say that she's out there getting revenge uh, and or hunting out there. Revenga. And they're going after them. And then we cut over to Carl in the woods, and we see, we hear the voice of Enid in the sound of the woods. We don't see her yet, but we just hear her coming. She's a tree fairy. She's a tree fairy. Yes, Kate. She's a tree fairy at this moment. She says, uh, "You're fo- you're following me because you're really loud." It's kind of like a Catwoman Batman moment. Almost the two of them interacting, like, "Oh, you bat! I can hear you following me." And uh, she just she. They talk about how uh, she mentions you scare me, and he he wants to know why you scare me, and uh, and he says uh, come out, and she says okay, and they talk, and uh, and they talk. Sorry about Noah, and he he said you should come in. Two people died, and she said people always die. Well, I'm not going back anywhere. She's very calm about it. Yeah, I I Smart girl. I like her attitude, but again, just like Sasha. I understand you need to go out and run. I understand this is something that you need to do. And I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but at least tell someone that you're going out. Leave a note. Leave a note, something. Let us know where you went, when you'll be back. I know it sounds like I'm the 50s parent. You you know, call call and check in or whatever, but no, (laughs) it's the responsible thing to do, do, especially in the dog apocalypse. Do you know what Rick needs to do? He needs to get some ricin powder and kill him in the, while he sleeps. That's ter- what I was oh, thinking. Why did, why did anybody have to do it this way? Carol could just fucking go poison him. Yeah, or just stab him in the side she of the head. She murdered yeah. two sick people in the in a tight quartered prison and lit their bodies on fire. And nobody knew it was her for weeks. Sick. But she can't go no poison one's... the fucking drunk fucking doctor. I want. Come on. 
assassinate this motherfucker. Go Mickey. into his husband yeah. and fucking shiv him. Just give do something, Carol. Give Don't just ca- fucking goad Rick on. Use I, this ninja personality that you've t- taken on. Ren Renwood. Okay, knife to the back of the head. Yeah, Carol, sneak in there, knife to the back of the head. Right. Or, <laughs> or make it look like an accident. She's a cook. She knows. She knows. She's looked up how to cook rice in for fucking Ed. She knows how to. She knows arsenic poison. How to extract enough arsenic out of almonds or whatever the fuck you get it out of whatever tree bark. She knows plenty of ways to fucking poison somebody. She's looked it all up for Ed. Never had the balls to use it. Now's the time to use it, Carol. Have a have a good night, DJ. Hope you uh, have a good rest. Thank you so much, dude. Thanks for the great comments tonight. Talk to you later, buddy. Uh, Carl, so Carl files eat it in the woods and they're playing. After some of the conversation, they start their slow motion like bunny rabbits in the uh, in the woods. And what I wrote in my notes, what I wrote, wrote in my notes here, something this goes back to something Ren Ren would said at the very beginning of the night, being new in the show. She's like, this scene or this Carl stuff made me think that Carl might die in the finale. This made me more this made me more think that Enid's dead in the f- finale. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Enid's yeah. dead. Enid's dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your, get your, oh. get your napkins ready for Carl. He's gonna lose Dude. his little. He's gonna be a virgin till thirty. Oh no. Yeah, that, Carl's, Carl's losing her. She's gone. She, she's, she's so dead. She's so dead. <laughs> so dead. They made us care about this just so they could kill her. That I'm, I'm convinced. Now too, this episode made me like Enid a lot. Yeah, me too. Aww. Oh, Terry Chance breaking my heart. I, is it? Tara Chan says, fuck Enid. Oh, my God. Hate her. (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't I don't hate her. There's just one. I'm hoping they're not going the Becky route. The Becky from Roseanne show route. The the snotty fucking brat child kind of like, you know, like. I just hope they're not going that or I don't know that angst little girl that I hate everybody in the world and all that fucking shit. Tara Chan says she is a Mary Sue. I know she's a teenager, but we don't need that cliche. This is not the fucking world. She knows. We have enough cliche. She knows what world she's living in. I'm not even going to waste too much time talking about her because she's going to die. She's dead. I hope so. She's dead. She's dead as Noah. She's dead. She's smart. I like her. She's smart and strong. She's a survivor. I do hope Carl gets a piece first. I dug her in the... I dug her with the clock thing. That That was the most I dug her in that moment. And... And I like some of their interactions together. I, I don't Actually, mind. I, the, the I'm a sucker, though. I'm a sucker for romance. Where she says, see, I, I know you're scared of me, too. Yeah, that, that was cute. Oh, it was so cute. I hated the that slow was, motion and shit. And not, though. like, the shit surrounding it. Just that line, like... Carl needs this. But Carl, she, Yeah, Carl needs he, this as much as Rick needs sweetness. this. He killed his mommy. He needs something. I just like that she's kind of a badass and she's crap. She's just crafty. And I dig the idea. I dig the idea of people being out there that aren't good killers, but can still find different ways of surviving. I dig, I dig that idea. When they're talking on the, on the log and, and, and he's all like, you know, something bad happened to me too. Is that like, I I almost expected him like, (laughs) I killed my mommy. That's what he's talking about. First thing I expected out of his mouth for some reason. Right. And so I was wondering, was he talking about that? Because that's the bad thing that he keeps thinking about all the time. Or was he thinking about that he was almost raped by the uh, claim gang? I think the I think the default thing that he goes to is probably the mummy thing. You would See, guess. I think so too, but I think I was kind of thinking in that situation, he was trying to pick up on something else and was, you know, was talking about that instead. Well, she's talking about her mum too. It all in 
going to one. Maybe he was, but maybe he was one. Something bad happened to me the last two years of my fucking life. <laughs> Terry Chan says, "What?" <laughs> Terry Chan, what, what? What Carl needs is a realistic character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but melody vision says i she likes her too katie <laughs> what's unrealistic about this character anyways so so we keep going I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed i'm a little bit annoyed by by enid but uh ren renwood awesome ryzen poison made by the made from the caster bee just saying Breaking that, br br breaking that. Yeah, Tara, Tara Chan says she. Tara Chan to answer your question, Kate. She's so she's so tortured, but a badass. She knows how to survive. She's pretty, perfectly snark snarky. She is Mary Sue. Hmm. So, so, so in the sense that uh, she's she, they're giving her all uh, all aspects of everything, and and that's why I say she's dead. She's very dead soon. So uh, so we'll see. So we go back to the kids running in the woods who sees a walker. She throws a clock in the direction. They hear the sound of alarm, and she runs off. And I said, I like this strategy for not killing a walker. And uh, so uh, so we also say they're like, uh, Ghetto Toad says they're like Romeo and Juliet, and we all know what happens to them. <laughs> <laughs> Happily ever after, right? Like, yeah. Am I missing something? Yeah, there. Every relationships always end positive in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, Glenn tells. Uh, then we get oh, Glenn to Nicholas. Our Glenn and Nicholas scene, and Glenn tells Nicholas. Uh, comes up to him. He's like, "Listen, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Listen, four people are dead because of you. Noah's dead because of you. Okay, so five lives. And uh, and you're gonna have to carry those five people." Uh, you're supposed to be dead, but because these you're a piece of shit, you're supposed to be dead, but because these walls came up just in time, you're not dead. You, you lost all your outside privileges. He was like Marcellus Wallace to, uh, to Bruce Willis in, in Pulp Fiction. You lost all your L.A. privileges. He's just like, you can't go outside anymore. <laughs> you're not allowed yeah. to leave your house. Uh, uh, here's the thing. Hmm. Why not just kill him? Glenn is going soft. And I'm not liking it. I'm on. I'm on. I, I loved his response, though. You know, is that a, is this a threat? What if I don't want to? Is this a threat? And Glenn's like, No, I'm. I'm trying to save you, man. And walks off. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to save you here. And I think what Glenn. I think Glenn's trying to do the good thing, but he's not going to sit there and take shit from this guy forever. But he's not going to just shoot him in the head right away. He. He just knows that's not. He, he just wants this guy out of the fucking way. Do not even get in my business even a little bit because if you do, then we're going to have problems. Stay the fuck away. And I know what you want. You want to just stab him in the back of the head right there. Yeah, and hide, hide the body, dispose of it later when you go out on a run. Well, you should have just left him, like killed him and left him, uh, well, not taken him back. I like that he took him back, but we already know yeah, the yeah, lesson. Humanity, that, I mean, yeah. we know that lesson from Randall. Like, I don't even want to talk about how he got Randall's leg off that fence, but <laughs> don't take Randall back to the farm. There is no prisoner. We learned that lesson then. And, like, basically you're telling this guy he's now, a, you know, I mean, they're all prisoners except, you know, he's not. He's a, he's a prisoner in the town. He's not allowed to leave. He's got to make his work in the town. 
Uh, Tara Tran says, Glenn was always kind of always soft. Even when they murdered the termites in the in the church, it was he and Maggie who sat back in sight horror and didn't really participate. Yeah, they they haven't gone. Oh, I, I'm so dead. I'm so absolutely yes, uh, Dakota. If if it wasn't f- the only way I'm surviving in the in the zombie apocalypse is staying close to Joe and and him telling me, <laughs> Joe, f- listen, Phil, listen, shut up, keep your mouth shut, listen to listen to me. We're not trusting those people. Stay the fuck away from those people. Just let Joe go berserker. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's when Katie and I just keep our mouth shut and we let Joe drive. <laughs> we're over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're that's okay. Let's 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 make some food. Let's prepare some snacks, Katie. <laughs> I will need some help. I'm not. I'm not Sasha, guys. I, I will need some hey, help. Hey, you know, you know, you could trade me. I can, I can, I can do a job if you tell me what to do. So, so, uh, so we go. So after this scene with Glenn threatening him or warning him or giving him a promise, whatever, Car- we get back to Carl and Enid. We kind of already talked about this. Enid talks about her mom, and they talk a bit more about some stuff and how she thinks how they're they're supposed to feel the way they do outside. They're never supposed to forget about that. Forget about it. Uh, uh, never feel too safe. Carl says he can't forget the dr- he has dreams about being in the forest with them, and she says she does too. They talk about uh, the other kid Ron being a good guy, and Carl asks him if uh, it asks her if uh, she tells him how she feels about everything, and then asks why he asks why why she, she she's scared of him, and she says she. Uh, she doesn't know, and she show, as she's carving her knife, and she says it was her mom's knife. Carl asks what happened to her before, and she says it doesn't matter. And he goes, something happened to me bef- bad, too. And he, I think he just wanted to talk about his mom there. Then a group of walkers appear, so they hide in a hollow-out tree, and Carl brushes up against her hand, and we get an almost kiss. He's stepping up his game. He's going to do it. Uh, no, he didn't do it. And then he gets the eye contact, and he looks at her, and she gives him the whole, uh, oh, you're, just, uh, you're scared of me, too. It was a little... A little teen drama, but we got a moment of it. Whatever. It was a little 90210. The last on. time we see him talk to her, it's, oh, you don't like me, do you? But this time it's all, I'm going to kiss you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was, it was cute. Yeah. It was cute. And it was, and it was, it was good to find a moment. And I'm glad it didn't last long as we see. For teenagers in the apocalypse? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's an emotional roller coaster and it moves quick. So uh, then we see see they're carved in a wood. And we also, in this moment, see another walker with a W on it. Oh, we saw a lot of Ws. We saw a lot of Ws tonight. Like, yeah. uh, There was was quite a few. Sorry, I'm reading Terry Chan. I'm gonna to try to read this in the in the in the voice that I think it was intended for. Oh, poor Enid. She's so tortured. <laughs> no one's been through such bad things as Enid. Uh, can we just call her Sansa? <laughs> Scout says, Joe, everyone in this town can't just start dying. So far you've killed the doctor and Nick. <laughs> I, no, I have killed the doctor. I've killed the doctor. I've killed Nick. I've killed Gabriel. Let's yeah. not forget Gabriel. Gabriel needs. Do you know who else? In Joe's neck. Joe's and the mayor. That's four. And I think I remember you once in one of our podcasts saying "fuck that bitch with the chocolate." I think I think it was I want to kill her if, if yeah, she does. Oh, she's annoying. Yeah, I, no, I'm not gonna kill her she's because she's trustworthy. She's she's kind of trustworthy in there. Um, but no, no, it, look, that count is up to four people in this town right now need to die. Okay, so and we we know we have at least thirty. So that's 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 just a high percentage of keeping the group safe. 
and those four deaths are going to save everybody's life. You called the herd. You know, and, and, and hey, somebody may want to put my head on the chopping block for the way that I want to knife their skull. <laughs> But that your piece are going to get a knife in the skull. Okay. Let me let me give you this underhanded uh, ball, Joe. Joe, the ch- Carl says, Joe, the challenge of the zombie apocalypse is learning to live with the imperfect people without knifing them to the back of the head. Correct. No, Correct. That's the challenge of this world. That's the, the challenge. Right. It's a free for all. That's the challenge of this world. In the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> it's challenging people are stealing from the storehouse. Those are the people that get the warning. Do it again, and we knife you in the back of the head. <laughs> and if you don't believe us. Look what happened to the last guy who didn't believe See us. Those heads on that he bike. got the knife to the back of the head. You get your warning. There is that gray area for some things, just not for things that have gotten people murdered or will continue to get people murdered or for the ultimate betrayal that Gabriel has shown. You're going a little Joffrey. I am going a little Joffrey. I don't think we should kill Gabriel. I just think we should beat his ass. Heads on spikes. Treat him like Sansa. Okay. Yeah, I will- treat Gabriel, start treating Gabriel like Sansa. Like, I, I, yeah, no. I want his head on a spike. Yeah. <laughs> That's and what I want. Some challenge yeah. to it, but you know, there, there's good reasons why you why that's the only punishment in this world. So speaking of complete dickitudes, uh, this fucking uh, Nicholas, he's digging for a buried gun. He should be fucking digging mm. for a fucking. Oh, that's that's beautiful. That, that's that was Rick's gun with a J gun. on it. The cocksucker, and he gets a gun, and uh, he better not be trying some shit. I have a feeling he's going to cause some serious damage in our finale. Uh, so Sasha's on the prowl in full killer stalker mood in, mode in the woods and shooting with her silencer, some walkers. Rosita and Michonne find her, and they tell her to go back. She's sick of all this shit, and she's trying to take all the walkers on, and she doesn't have to go back. And now... Uh, her friends kind of try to get into her face, and the herd shows up, and she refuses to go. Michonne kind of sees some flashes of herself with a sword, and we see her in the past. We see the first time we saw her with when we met her with Andrea, uh, and she's just starting to not recognize herself, I think. And uh, then eventually, she eventually goes in the offensive, too, and the three of them just take out a large group of walkers. Um, and Sasha runs out of uh, ammo and kind of gets knocked down to the ground, and a walker's about to get her. And, and that's why I got to say, I think this was wrong. What, what happened to all the lessons we've learned? You see this is a big herd, and you're a little worried. You're like, come on, we got to get out of here. So you start capping off fucking loud rounds to draw even more right to you. Um, Michonne fucked up not bringing her sword. Michonne absolutely fucked up not bringing her sword. There was no reason. There's no reason not. Like I understand her symbolism of that, of what that sword kind of means to her, what she's making it mean to her. But that was her fucking lifeline. That wasn't just anything. That was that was the smartest thing she ever did was having that sword. If she's gonna go outside the walls, she needs to bring that sword with her. That's not an option. That's a silent killer with a long reach. Yeah, I was just about to say the same exact words. Though. It's a silent fucking killer. You want a sword? That's one of those top weapons that you get that's that in the zombie apocalypse. That's the kind. Of, that's number one weapon. Yes, a katana, a machete. <laughs> These are the things that I I want a machete on my hip and a katana in my hand almost at all times, or vice versa. Um, someone was asking about what the W's stand for. All over my fucking body. It's going to look like that scene where they're pulling out their weapons. It's going to be like 
dozens of fucking knives. I'm going to sound like a fucking pocket of change walking down the street with the amount of metal hanging off of me that I'm going to use to yeah. knife the back of skulls. And as Ren said, Daryl has a crossbow, which is another great weapon out here. Um, yeah. uh, Terry Chan said, someone was asking what the W means. Uh, Victor had a good answer. Vagina. But no, it's not vagina. <laughs> uh, it's a... It's, uh, it's, and it was in the Tyrese episode, there was some graffiti on a wall that said the wolves are here or something like that. So perhaps it's something called Beware the Wolves or or Bill Wolves. Yeah, something something to that effect. Um, so Michonne kills a walker that knocks Sasha down. And when she's out of bullets, changing a clip, Rosita also kicks some ass. And Sasha gets pissed that Michonne helps her with like, I didn't need you to help me and gets a Michonne's face. And they look, they about to look like they're coming to blows for a second. And Michonne is like, listen, things worked out for you. They didn't work out for me. Wait, wait, how did things work out for Michonne? I want to know how things worked out for Michonne. Because she's in the same safe fucking town that you're in. What? But how? Yeah, exactly. How did things work out for Michonne? She Where's lost a kid. Husband? Where's her baby? She lost a fucking Where's kid. Her, her companions that had their jaws and fucking limbs removed. Come on, what the fuck? You don't know yeah, shit. Yeah. It shows how little Sasha knows about Michonne's life, I guess. Right. And how 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 little she fucking cares about anybody but her fucking self. Even when they were on the tracks and they were fucking looking for looking for for the the, the rest of the people and Bob's all Mr. Bright and Cheery. She's all like, where where where? I'm gonna go sit in this fucking building and sulk. I don't care where my brother is. I'm giving up. <laughs> and and so Bob talked her out of it. And now she's right back into it. She and her brother are the same fucking person. Good riddance. <laughs> Dakota, we knife people who steal. Dude, they're hungry. I can't co-sign with the murdering for stealing. Joe, you're becoming an apocalypse serial killer. <laughs> so, 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 no, so, no, no, so. No. I said we don't knife them for stealing. We tell them we're going to kill them if they don't stop. Threaten with the we threaten first. There's a. There, <laughs> Anyways, we give them the chance to become better people, Dakota. We're not just uh, arbitrarily. We're giving them the chance to redeem themselves, to not steal anymore. I understand if you're hungry. You know, Carol by by that means would mean knife to the back of the skull because she stole that chocolate. Yeah, maybe, maybe Mich- a box of pasta. But still, I mean, Michonne should be upset. Uh, Rick left her for some pathetic two-dimensional character. Thank you, Terry Chan. <laughs> Thank you, Terry Chan. So, uh, so we keep we keep going. Michonne, Michonne, and they get in each other's face. And and I have to say again. I'm feeling violent. I'm feeling intense. My blood pressure is rising because of Sasha yelling at Michonne in the scene. Part mainly because of how exceptionally both actresses played this in this. This was a great scene with two great actresses playing back and forth with two, like especially the way the actress that played Sasha played this, like the look on her face, the way the way she was going. I I was really impressed by by what was going on on screen between the two of them right here. Even though I, because I got so pissed at Sasha, I'm like, do you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? Shut up. She says she's in her face. She's saying things things worked out for you. Don't say anything. You can't help me. No one can. Uh, no one can work this out. She's crying. She says she can't. She, that we lost Noah, and she told uh, I told him we would make he would make it. That's another loss. She's fucking. Got, she's emotional and in a, like she, in a rage. She just walks off, but they follow her. And Michonne holds the gun and and kind of gets this like I can't forget who I am kind of vibe. And I, and again, she should have brought the fucking sword. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sword needs to be with her all times outside those walls. There's no reason not to bring it. It's the silent killer. You need it. Uh, Dakota says Michonne didn't know that they were going walking, walk, walker hunting. That's maybe why she didn't bring the sword. <laughs> that was that. She, she can't. She was in her house when Rosita came to her and was like, she disappeared. We think she. We know she went out for a walk outside the wall. Yeah, she was in her house. Like, and, so, and, and and when you're headed that way, it's okay to say. 
it's going to save our lives if I take the 30 seconds now to be prepared later and run back and mm -hmm. go get my sword. She doesn't have to deal with traffic and drive seven towns away to go get this fucking thing. Dakota, Sasha equals, Dakota says Sasha equals wine, wine, wine. Ren says I meant is uh, Sasha on the list, Joe. <laughs> Tara Chan says I'm sick of Sasha, Sasha's shit. Uh, Sasha is a brat now. Time for a timeout. Sonya says, Terry, you are correct. The wolves are here. Carl says, Joe, does Sasha need a knife to the back of the head because she's losing no, no, her ability to survive? She needs a hug. She needs to be left alone to do what she's doing. That's that's a, and that's about it. If she goes and gets herself killed like Tyrese wanted to do, she she is her brother's sister. That acorn, those acorns didn't fall far from something. Yeah, the, I think a combination of what Joe and she uh, is more of a killer than her brother is, and she's a much better shot than her brother is. But her brother was a much better hammer yielder than she was. And okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Dakota, I agree with Dakota and Joe. She needs she needs a timeout, and someone needs to hug her while she's on her timeout. So we go to Aaron and Daryl, who I, I loved every little moment of Daryl we had tonight. In fact, I'm putting Daryl in the oh, thumbnail just because I love Daryl so much. Daryl and Aaron, they're stumbling across a cut up walker, and it's a torso that's missing. Really crazy music sound. Daryl says, uh, "Whoever did this." took stuff with them, took parts of the body with them, and it was uh, and left it. And it did happen not that long ago. And they approach ca very with caution. Then they also find a naked woman who looks like something out of Freddy Krueger, like the Freddy Krueger movie where they feed the girl too much food and they and her stomach comes out and her her guts are like tied there and there's a W carved into her head. And Daryl says this didn't happen long ago. And again, and just starting to wake up at this point. And again, this is the point in time where I wrote the whole thing about that commercial that you were referencing earlier, Joe. When you see this, this is when when the house goes. Well, where are you get out of the house you get out of the fucking house this is when you turn around and you run you get the fuck out of the way and you come back with more people at least that you get you get wrecked where you approached this town of what is apparently idiots and they saw you coming yeah or they saw some you i just i in that situation i go back and i get more people i i wouldn't want to be alone out there with just aaron if i was not that aaron's not capable but i would want at least a couple other people if I was Daryl in that moment, but yeah, I, I think so too. Um, also, but if you're Daryl, I think maybe you try to send Aaron back and you stay. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with separate. You stay together. I buddy. agree with everyone in the chat room right now. I not enough Daryl or Terra Tran, not enough Daryl tonight. Usually it's the opposite for him. I need, I needed more Daryl tonight. And I also wanted to see more Aaron and Daryl's relationship. Yeah. And uh, Melody says maybe uh, there'll be more of them in the next episode. I, I hope so. And I think they're going to be wh whatever seeming threats going to come back to Alexandra is obviously going to seeming seem to be obviously coming through them. And so we'll see where that story goes from there. And it's scaring me. I'm getting I'm getting Daryl fear for the final. I'm getting I'm getting some Daryl fear. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. What we think is going to happen in the finale. So. Uh, yeah. So they also find a naked well, woman. No, it's not. Maggie's not going to die because we haven't had any Maggie time. Nobody's going to care. She's already essentially dead. <laughs> we know that. We can cross that one off the list. So they also find a naked woman. I said, get the fuck out of the house. Now we go back to this is the Rick and Jesse scene. She's in the house smoking. I'll get through this and then we'll talk about it. Jess, Jesse's smoking a butt. She does not want to uh, her family to know she smokes as Rick comes in and they talk about two seconds about Noah being a sweet kid and Tara's in good hands with Pete because Pete's a good doctor. And Rick immediately turns it over to he's hurting you and it has to stop. And she starts to shake and she says uh, uh, it, w it will stop. 
Rick says, how? She says, it happened before. It happened before the zombie apocalypse. And and uh, we got some help, and it was fixed for a while. See, here's, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I'm going to tell a little joke. <laughs> Is the punchline stab in the back of the head? No, no, no. That's not it. Guy gets pulled over. The cop says, you know, I pulled you over. He says, no, I don't. The cop says, you ran the stop sign. And he says, yeah, but officer, I, I slowed down. And the cop says, get the hell out of the car right now. The guy says, okay. Soon as the guy gets out of the car, the cop draws his billy club. He whacks him over the fucking head. He starts stomping on his face with his boot. He's kicking him in the chest. He leans down. He starts punching him. He's punching him right in the jaw. He's knocked out three teeth. And then he leans over and he whispers in his ear, hey, do you want me to slow down? Or do you want me to stop? Stop means stop. Stop means it doesn't ever happen again. Yep. She's using the word stop. It stopped before. No, if it if it's Paused happening now, it never stopped in the first place. He took a pause. He just didn't hit you for a while. Yeah, getting uh, most abuse is like herpes. It never goes away. It just the flare downs come down after a while. It just yep, hides yep, in the yep, shadows yep, for yep. a little bit. Yep, it it's just not stopped. Stopped means it never happens again. Yep. There's and no curing. I mean, I'm not saying there's, there's no, no curing point, that, like, but like in this situation, there's it, he never stopped. He stopped for how long? How long? What was there? A few months? How was there a week he stopped while you were going to therapy because he didn't want because he didn't want you to prosecute him in that situation? I mean, what yep. what happened? Your son's getting a, as Rick eventually tells her. She says she can fix things. Things will get better. Rick says I'm gonna I'm gonna help. She says uh, what's gonna happen? You're gonna lock him in jail. What will happen? It will make things worse, she says. He says, next next it will get worse. He's going to kill you, and I'm not going to let that happen. He says he will help her if she likes it or not. She asks why he cares, and he looks at her with doe eyes, and he says, why is it, and she says, why is it so important? He says, uh, you make a home, it says, you have a, made a home for your kids. What are you doing? Why are you trying to mess this all up? He says, I'm trying to help. She says, I don't know. I don't know. She says, Rick, I'm married, and looks at him kind of with like a miserable look, and he he says, I can take care of myself. She says, I can take care of myself. And I have to take care of myself. And she closes the garage door. And then we get a cool visual of the garage door closing on Rick Grimes. And she walks off. Then Wick, Rick's walking through the community. I love this scene. He's walking through the community. And he sees, sees all this normality around him of kids playing, people reading, talking books. And I liked because this was one of our few opportunities to actually see some of the scope of Alexandria, to see some of the just random people doing random things. I don't feel like we've had enough of that to make it seem like a moderately bustling community at some point. We see like some kids playing, people talking. We see a dog. We saw a puppy. We saw a dog someone wasn't eating. They have dogs in Alexandria. They're enough food to feed a fucking dog. <laughs> and then we see that goddamn balloon again, the goddamn uh, it balloon again. And he walks into, he just runs and screaming into Jesse's house and almost his, who's almost hysterically crying. And he says, she says, what he's doing? He goes, listen, Sam asked for a fucking gun to protect himself. She's, he's, uh, she says, you should, uh, you should not be here. And, uh, and it was actually a pretty good line read by her. She just, she said it as her voice cracked and stuff. She said, you shouldn't be here. It was, I, I kind of liked it. And, uh, and, uh, Rick says, it's the same thing. Uh, 
inside or outside. You don't fight, you die, and I don't want you to die. I can keep you safe. I can help you. I can help your boys. All you need to do is say yes, and I will protect you. I will become your caveman. I will uh, grab you by your hair, carry you around my back. You will be my woman. Just say yes. <laughs> and she's, she asks, would he do it for someone else? Oh, my God. I hope everybody else in the world is just as pissed at Rick's fucking answer because everybody knew his answer there was actually no. No, but he says well, he was, says yes. Was yes, I was sorry. Was yeah. yes, I would do this for everybody else. And Absolutely. he says, and he says, no, I will only do it for you, Joe. Oh, shit. Joe, have you ever seen Team America? Have you ever seen Team America? A Durka Durka. A Durka Durka, yeah. When they're in, we're in the bar, and the woman's like, I can only have sex with you if you promise me you'll never, ever, ever die again. And he's like, I'll never, ever, ever die again. That was like, Rick had one of those moments. Of course I would only do it for you. That's another moment that we, uh, we went and saw that in the theater together. Yes, we did see that in the theater together. Oh, sorry. And the South Park movie we saw together as well. Uh, <laughs> Ren Ren would write, I'm using the limited amount of power that we have with, on the garage door. Life is good and neat. <laughs> you know, the vital yep. things in life. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesse wasn't... <laughs> Like, oh, Tara Chan said, like, if Jesse was, wasn't hot and middle-aged and graying, it was middle-aged and graying, Rick wouldn't be helping her out. Right. Is, is yeah. that what Rick's saying in this moment, too? He's saying, like, if, if, it, exactly. if, this was, if this was Carol getting beat back then, would he not have helped her in the same way? Yeah, he would have. He absolutely would have. Exactly. I think he's kind of just saying what he thinks she needs to hear. To get laid. And, and he's tweaking. <laughs> Again, he's like... Because he knows he's talking about murder and someone, but I think he hasn't slept in days. I think he said that somewhere. Do you think he's? Do you think he's sleep depth, needing to get you know get really relaxed, or do you think he's starting to go into cold? I want to kill someone. Shakes like it's been too long since he's killed somebody. I think, that, I think because of the first two, it's making the third yeah. uh, all the more upfront and that low, you know, it's exasperating yeah. his need to want to. Yeah. All, all normal things and sh- all showers and casseroles make Rick Grimes something something I mean this lesson has been learned this lesson has been learned if we don't go back and kill the fucking termites the termites are going to come kill us if we don't go kill the governor the governor is going to come kill us if I don't kill Shane Shane is going to kill me mm. we, we have learned this lesson Carl, if Carl doesn't kill the walker instead of just throw ro- and and just throw rocks at it, the walker's gonna come and, and kill, kill Herschel. Dale. And kill or yeah, Dale. Was it, it was Dale, not Herschel. Sorry, Dale. So so Pete enters this situation with a laugh, like, oh, ho, ho, what are you doing here with my woman? And uh and he says, uh, he asks Rick to leave. And he says a couple times, What are you doing here? What are you doing? Here? And he asks Rick to leave. Rick just kind of looks at him, and Jesse says, no. And, and he goes, excuse me? And Pete starts to get angry. You don't want to, you wouldn't like Pete when he's angry. And she says, uh, you need to leave. And again, I do like, Joe mentioned this earlier. I like the fact that they didn't make Pete just immediately cower to Rick in that situation, like hit his wife and then have Rick knock his ass out in one below. Pete really put full dick on dick mode on here and Pete starts to get angry in his face and she tells him to go and he asks what what have you been saying to each other and he screams what have you been saying and he screams in this like really almost like a horror movie sort of like Freddy Krueger uh, Batman like what are you saying blah, 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 blah. like he screams at her for a second he gets really uh really screamy and uh <laughs> 
<laughs> and he yells at Rick and he says, uh, you think you're the law? You, your law is a joke. What are you trying to do? Who the fuck are you? And I loved Rick's line to him. Do you remember it, Joe? He goes, who, who am I? I'm a, I'm a guy that's trying really hard not to kill you right now. Yeah. I didn't remember that. I remember that being a great line, but I, I blanked when you asked me. <laughs> I remember it. Um, like, like Glenn said, I'm the guy that's saving your life. So, Sonia, good point. I don't think Rick wants um, just a Laurie work through of some sort. He wouldn't help another woman in Jesse's position. Wasn't he a cop? Of course he would help another position. Yeah, exactly. 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 He would. And that's, and, and that, and he knows that there is no exile. There is no, let them come back to do more harm. There's no. I'm going to give you a warning because all that's going to do is have him her dead the next time. Terry Chan, another good question. Why does there have to be a sudden love interest for characters who don't really need them? That's just because yeah. it takes time to build relationships that help further a character, not a couple of episodes. It's just, again, fodder people. I think it, to me, they, when they do things like that, it just smells to me as people that they're going to kill soon. Uh, right. Rick, and yeah, we get everything. Rick would have helped Carol, Carol and everything. Uh, Sonia says, what P... TSD. Rick was so right about Terminus, right about the hospital plan. I'm not like I'm not liking yeah. what Michonne did. No way. Ab oh, yeah. so with you. Yeah, we're, so we're, with you. Rick's, Rick's hospital plan may have gotten some people killed in a shootout. This almost worked. He didn't count on the on the crazy Don factor, the crazy mayor factor, but it, it, you know, like Rick's plan, variables. there was potential potential for people to die too, but. Uh, I, I didn't see anything wrong with Rick's plan for the hospital. He, I, I think he was just as right as they were. So so this guy, like an idiot, swings at Rick because he's just asking for a fucking ass kicking here. And they start fighting. And it's a fucking kick-ass fight that they just beating the shit out of each other in the room. And he Rick hits him once just to show him, like, I can take your fight. And I'm kind of holding back so I could kill you if I really wanted to. And he goes, you had enough? You want to stop now? <laughs> and Pete starts like... Uh, just going crazy and they just start getting to a kick-ass fight and they uh and the, it goes to a it goes to, and it looks like he's getting the upper hand on rick but then it just kind of cuts to the outside right before the commercial break of rick throwing him through the window of the th just tossing pete through the window then we then after they both went out the window i think in the first scene like right before the commercial break we just saw rick throwing pete i i'd have to rewatch it again i think they were grappling oh they were grappling okay it was two bodies as one Oh, two bodies as one. <laughs> it was a, it was an amazing moment of art of two bodies becoming one. This was this was the most existential existential moment that The Walking Dead ever established as the moment where Rick and Pete became one entity and everything became nothing for one moment. Oh, and they became one person. And they and became one person. Uh, as we see when wifey comes over and he punches her away, and then Carl runs over and he pushes Carl away. Oh, someone had to say it. Uh, you can't keep crazy Rick in the corner, <laughs> Igor says. Someone had, to, crazy Rick in the corner. someone had to say it. Someone had to say it. Uh, so after a commercial break, a group of walkers start heading towards the gates. So Sasha starts noticing in the background, we also see some woman through the scope running. Was that a hallucination or was that something really happening? No, that was the, through the scope was, um, see, when Rick comes out, he sees at the gate, he sees the little girl, uh, Carl's. Carl's chicky Enid. sitting down playing with something. So when Sasha's up in the tower, she looks down and she sees that girl taken off towards the oh, fight. Oh yeah, it's all the townspeople. All the running townspeople start running we, towards the fight. The few that we saw earlier, like the dog. It's yep. the same few people. It's okay, the same few people. okay. There's not like 
none of the people from the party are coming. There's there's the mayor, the mayor's young hot guy standing behind him. I think that's her other son. Her other son? Or yeah, her other like, son. The one that greeted somebody at the, greeted Sasha at the party and was like flirting with Sasha at the party. Yeah, and uh, maybe the husband. The Brand girl, the Builder. Yeah, Brand the Builder was there. Carl's kid, the girlfriend, Carl's girlfriend. And like, yeah, but it was all just the same people. It was a couple of little kids that were walking around with the dog, the balloon. I don't know. The, the, dog, the, the balloon. balloon, yeah. It's, <laughs> I think the balloon came over to see the fight. Yeah, there's a clown somewhere walking through the town. There's a spider or something. So so we see through the scope a woman. Uh, and the fight continues on the street. Deanna's called out. People are watching the fight like it's, again, Rocky V. Uh, to, to date back to our Vikings review a second ago. It's like everyone's watching the fight. Oh, yeah, it's, the, finish him off. Finish him, finish him, Johnny. Put him in a body bag. Put him in a body bag, Rick. <laughs> and and they're all watching. I hope someone brought the uh, I hope someone brought the chocolate bars or the casserole. So I wanted to see someone like I wanted to see Carol eating her own casserole from the from the sidelines or something. But we do we do see Sam hiding behind Carol and uh, and and Jesse on one side is yeah the the den mom and Jesse's on one side trying to pull Pete off while Carl is trying to do the same with Rick and both of them got knocked the fuck out by the other one that was the that was the harshest thing Rick did the one moment where I thought Rick was kind of out of control he he punched Carl or kind of like pushed Carl off yeah. he was a little violent with Carl but not as violent as Pete was with Jesse he just like he pushed him away he pushed him away and what I would have liked to have seen as if Rick just completely fucking annoyed Carl. Carl is a little boy. He's still a little boy. Yeah, he's a 15-year-old boy, but he's still a little boy. How how much what what's Carl gonna do? He's gonna start kicking his father in the fucking face? Well, he's gonna he bite it, bite his shins. Oh, I guess too. he could have started lashing Punched out at Carl. So you wanted to step back. But I did like that Carl tried to step in. Yeah, yeah, he tried. However, he... I would have liked it more. If Carl did step in, if the lesson Carl had learned all these fucking years was to step in and kick this guy in the fucking face, Dude. every single one of them should have run up and started. St it should have been a fucking gang stomping. Oh there should be no. no reason. There should be no like, Whoa. oh, why is Rick fucking fighting with this guy? Rick is fighting with someone. If Rick is fighting with someone, we should all be fighting with someone. Phil, there is no reason I should see you fighting in this town and I don't come over and help you kill this. I'd have slit Nicholas's neck right there. No, I would have been sitting. These are my family members, and nobody shall lay a fucking hand on my family members without me kicking them in the face. Mm. Period. So, Period. I don't give a fuck what it's about. Rick so, has saved my ass. You know, you know that's how that's how I feel about my my brothers in this life. Never mind the fucking zombie apocalypse. I'm with you to an extent. I don't give a fuck what it's about. I <laughs> when will, it becomes a game, I will apologize afterwards. Listen, done. listen, Phil. I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna help you kill this motherfucker. This is for the ZA, by the way. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna kill this motherfucker with you. And when you tell me afterwards it's because you stole his fucking uh his cherry pop soda out of the fridge without telling him, I'm gonna be like. Oh, but you, but I wouldn't, I don't need you in this, just murdered, but that's the way it goes. But I don't need you in this particular fight yet. I just need you to watch that. If this guy starts to get the upper hand of me, you shoot him in the head. I don't give a fuck. That's what I'm going to do. I'm so gonna, I, so anyways, let's, let's, he's, none of my family fight alone. He has none the upper hand on, uh, on this, this motherfucking Pete. And, alone when this fucking zombies roaming the planet. You have to allow for a fair fight sometimes. There is no fair, there is no such thing as a fair fight. Okay. There is no such thing as a fair fight. Two I am gonna, skilled people against each other. Yeah, this isn't Bach. We're not. This isn't the world fucking 
boxing federation. This isn't pugilism. This is I am going to kill these motherfuckers because they are trying to kill my loved ones. Period. Yeah. I don't know this guy's just going to fucking beat Phil up and leave him there. And then what? Well, I'm going to attack him afterwards. Beat him off. No. When he gets the upper hand, then you step in. Rick, no, you separate, no, right? no, yeah, no. Why are, should I let him get the upper hand of Phil? What if that upper hand <laughs> is a shot that kills Phil? We're going to disagree that upper on hand, this. That's what all. if that upper hand, like you said, like everybody says, it could be the one hit, the next hit that kills fucking this guy's and wife. They both decided it could be to the get next, into this fight. That's right. So and I don't give a fuck why they got into like, the fight. Dude. I'm coming up on it and I'm seeing so, it. And I'm so it could... Balls to the wall together. Because like you said, if... If him getting the upper hand is punching Phil and breaking Phil's neck or busting his eye or blinding Phil or fucking something like that, then I'm going to be pissed I waited. And I'm not going to wait. I'm going to kill this motherfucker while Phil's in it with me so I don't have to handle him one-on-one either. Okay. So, disagree. There is no fighting alone. There oh is no goodness. fair fight. My family first. <laughs> I get the family first. With you on that, totally. Other I will, than that, I will, we agree to disagree. I will, I, you know... Fucking, we will kill them all, and we will apologize oh, later. Boy. So, so we continue here. So, so uh, Pete, we see the balloon flying as uh, <laughs> as uh, as Rick beats the piss out of this guy. Uh, Joe's gonna go have a heart attack over there for a second, and uh, and we and Rick and Rick beats the shit out of him, and we get Rick quoting Shane and saying, "Touch them again, and I'll kill you." But Deanna breaks up the fight, and I thought this was a hilarious moment. Rick then pulls his gun and he he goes uh stop what you gonna do I love the way Rick said this too he just gets he's like what are you gonna do kick me out he just says with such a (laughs) smile on his face yeah you're gonna kick the madman with a fucking gun out I'm gonna come back I'm gonna kill all of you in the middle of the night for kicking me out you're gonna kick me out you don't think my 13 are gonna stand up for me we're gonna fucking kill you all right now motherfucker there's no kicking me out Melody you're gonna imprison me you ever let me out I'm gonna fucking knife you all to the back of the head for imprisoning me you're gonna kick me out I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna fucking knife you all in the back of the head for kicking me out so you better fucking kill me now because that's the only fucking solution to these problems people you don't fucking get it just like rick said you (laughs) still don't fucking tonight. there is no way this doesn't end without someone fucking dying right here right now decide who you want it to be joe 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 is losing it tonight oh my god i love it this is amazing michelle punches him in the back of the head what the fuck michelle <laughs> Melody Vision, I'm very happy Joe is my friend in the zombie apocalypse. Rick should Carl says Rick should administer corporal punishment on Pete. <laughs> Jesse whip him with a stick. Tara Chan says Rick's speech reminded me so much of Shane's speech in front of Herschel's barn before he opened it. If you want to live, you gotta fight for it. You mean fight. I Rick, definitely uh, think there's a quote in there. I think he does quote him a couple I times. Think. Yeah, he does. And I think that's the point of the, of that speech is because, and that's the correlation that everybody's going to draw that he's so much like Shane, but the situations are very much different. no, very different situations. But <laughs> but uh, Eeyore, Eeyore, you you wouldn't exile me, you dumb fox. He goes into it. So Rick pulls the gun and he just starts talking shit. You pull the gun, kick me out. Yeah, come on, I'll gun you all down, you motherfuckers. And in a fit of rage, he just shouts to the residents, "You don't get it. None of you do. You don't know what it is." 
you don't know what needs to be done. He just goes all he goes all Joe Dirty locks on them here. And you just sit, you just sit and uh, hesitate and pretend you know what's going on, but you have no fucking clue what you're doing. And this whole time, Sasha's just shooting the fucking shit out of walkers from the bell tower. They're banging on the wall. Rick says, uh, "We wish things weren't like this. If you want to live and make this place uh, it, to keep standing, you're doing things wrong. Things don't get better because you want them to. You have to live in the real world now. We have to control." Control who lives here. De- Deanna says, yes, that's Claire. Rick says, you mean me? You mean me? <laughs> get your- Again, to quote someone else in the chat room, get your fucking shine box, asshole. I won't stand for this. I won't stand. He's just like, I won't stand by. And Carol's just, you see Carol in the background grabbing her, gu- grabbing her gun, ready to support him. You fight or you die. Not to smile like the yeah, Cheshire she cat. She oh, she's so she's like, look what I did. She is <laughs> love. So and look, I got Karen. a new child. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> me on her back. Tara Charon says, Joe, watch your blood pressure. You're an old man. <laughs> uh, Melody says, 40. Melody said, Katie had to calm Joe, calm Joe down. That's why he got off camera for a second. Katie had to give him a hug. <laughs> Uh, Dakota says, Joe, go kill the motherfucker. <laughs> Rick speaks so much truth in the moment. Ghetto Toad, welcome to, oh gosh, holy shit. So, uh, so yes, you fight or you die. I'm not going to stand by. And then we've talked about this a lot, but then boom, he gets knocked out by Michonne. What the fuck, Michonne? What the fuck? Okay, first, first of all, I want to know when did she get there? What, what did she see? Like you're just walking in the situation, you automatically take these idiot side over Rick's side. You see bloodied Rick waving the gun in fucking town, and someone and someone on the ground with him, right? Like if if that's where you came in, or you came in in the middle of the fight and you didn't do anything to try to stop it, and you let Carl run in and try to stop it, or at what point when he was choking him out and then he stopped choking him out? Yeah, didn't like, kill him. And didn't <laughs> kill him, so you run up and you and you pound him in the back of the head? Like, Michonne, what the fuck? Yeah, what? That could have killed him. That could have yep. fucking killed him. Yep, that is the kill hit. <sighs> yep. yep. You just, I just don't understand why she did that. It really pissed me off in that moment. Who does she think she's helping out in that situation? Is she so brainwashed by all this? Uh, blinded by the we could be safe here nobody could nobody could ride a truck through that wall it wouldn't jump out with 30 people with machine guns yeah. to take our town no we're fucking safe here you're yeah. gonna punch rick in the back of the fucking skull the, go- fucking the governor's tank would knock down that wall no way the no. walkers looked like they could have shoved it over if sasha wasn't taking them out in that moment. yeah enough like, enough walkers pile up weak. that wall looks like it's coming down that doesn't look security the, the fucking supports are on the opposite side of the wall for Christ's sakes. They get a blizzard. Oh, they're done. Um, some Kodo Toad says, was it Rick's gun, the one he hid, the one that uh the- It was. It yes, was. There was yeah. a J on it. Rick's gun had a J on it. That's why they marked the gun handle so we would know exactly who got Rick's gun when it finally came out. Oh, so our scenes from next we don't know if he found it or he was watching or or what, but Douchebag number two has the fucking gun. <laughs> Joe, do you remember scenes from next week? I mi- I ended up missing that. We, yeah, um, shit happens. <laughs> where people are shooting guns, killing zombies, and things of this nature. And Rick looked like he was in jail. My DVR I cut off a little bit. About that, he woke up with bandages all over his face, and he was kind of like, "Huh?" And what's her name was at a campfire. Tonight's conversation is going to be Rick 
rhymes. <laughs> and it was like, uh, no, tonight's conversation is which, how many of you motherfuckers are going to get knives to the back of the skull for fucking tying up our leader? What the fuck? So ultimately, is that going to be next week? The first half of next week is going to be like the the trial of Rick Grimes, and then then some danger is going to come oh, that they're going to break loose, and they'll need the to let him loose. Show up, and 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 Rick will will escape from the suburban house prison that he's in. Carol will Carol will bust him out. It, is Carol going to kill? Is first of all, I don't think uh, what's his name. I don't think Pete's dead. Does Carol kill Pete in the final? I hope so. Like, I hope why Carol kills herself to begin with. Listen, I hope Carol fucking goes full out psycho and says, "Oh, Rick didn't get it done." Kills Pete, kills the mayor, kills that douchebag <laughs> number two, and for good measure, let's lose Gabriel too. Okay, oh. so the, uh, those back to the good lord he likes to. Which loving character do you think we're gonna lose, Joe? Oh, uh, I I got a good oh. feeling that 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 our. Our little boy is gonna lose his girl before that even starts. Enid's gone. Enid's gone. Yeah. Over the years, it's gonna be fun to watch how frustrated he gets. Are any of the um, big? Are there any of the big three or four dead? Is Glenn, uh, Rick, Daryl, Carol, or Maggie dead? Daryl, Carol, Rick, Glenn, or Maggie? Or or uh, or Gabriel, or Eugene, or Rosita. I think Rosita is the most likely of them. No, I'm going, I'm going, we're going to lose some town people. We're probably going to lose Carol. Oh. We're probably going to lose. No. Terror Chan says Daryl or Carol, one of them. Oh. Carol. I think Carol goes before Daryl goes. Melody says oh. Sasha. <laughs> Terror says, yay, no Enid. Uh, I think we all want to see Gabriel die, which makes me think that they're going to keep him alive. Yep. The fact that everyone yeah, gonna, wants—we got more from him for sure. I think. I think. I think there's more for him to do as the story goes on. So I have a feeling we're not—we might not get to see him die, which would be so fucking horrible. I want to see that son of a bitch burn. Burn. Uh, I think, Katie. Who do you think? I I see Rosita. I think she's kind of useless. She's. I mean, give a. It, What's his face? A little more grief. It's worth mentioning what uh, what Norman Reedus said about bring your handkerchiefs. That some big character, or it's an emotional death of some kind, is the hint. Yeah, I don't. I don't want Carol or Daryl to die. I am not accepting that until I see it happen. I'm gonna. Carl. I like Carl. I'm going to be the person that goes out on the limb, I guess, and says, I have a horrible, I said it earlier in the year too, and I hope I'm wrong. I have a horrible Daryl feeling, and I hope I'm fucking wrong. I, I have a bad Daryl feeling. But I don't want to see it. I like him. Is Glenn yeah. going anywhere? Might, might fucking Nicholas try to kill Glenn? Is that happening in the next episode? Is Glenn going to kill Nicholas? What? Ooh. He has the gun. Nick dug up the gun, yeah. so he's obviously getting the gun to make a point. Oh, uh, maybe maybe <gasps> we have gonna, Nick kill yeah, Glenn. I think Glenn's gonna try to like save Maggie's life somehow and get killed. But who's who? Who? Katie, who's this? Who's this person you keep talking about? I don't think this word means what you think it means. <laughs> the next week, both uh, Carol and Daryl will be on The Walking Dead. Uh-oh. Oh, that does not bode well. That does not bode well. <laughs> that does not bode well. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, shit. Okay, guys. I guess, oh, so we've got uh, Richie A says Michonne. Uh, Ren Renwood says Jesse. I definitely think Jesse's gone. 
I don't I think Jesse makes Michonne, it into the next season. Right now I want Michonne to go. Terror Chan says yeah. Judith will die eventually, I think, but I don't I don't think in the final. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scott Dakota, for good measure, kill the priest. LOL. Yeah, for good measure, kill the priest, too. <laughs> Melody Vision says maybe Glenn, but I'd rather see Daryl go. Uh, Terror Chan says, I've said Daryl since forever. Phil, we're in the same boat. Yeah, I've, I've had a weird feeling since the beginning of the year because of that quote. And I feel like uh, I forget somebody was someone from the Walking Dead crew was 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 trolling it or saying, oh, don't everyone says uh, we kill Daryl or people riot. Don't don't tempt us. And I, I just I could see them doing it just to say as a big fuck you to people like not in a bad way, but it's just a big a big what the hell's what the hell's going on here moment. It would be the it would get the biggest buzz, for whatever that's worth. It, it would. It definitely would. And Shoot. and for emotional reaction though, I think Carol going would be very sad. I would be upset losing Carol. Very, very, very upset. Aren't, uh, yeah, Jesse and Michonne, they should go. Yeah. And Melody Vision says, "Aren't there supposed to be a special guest on the Talking Dead?" I, I'm I'm not sure yet. I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So, but someone's gonna die. Uh, Joe Scott. Uh, Dakota says, uh, Joe, brace yourself. It might be Rosita. Ooh, ooh. Do chronic. Daryl is not going to die. I hope you were right because I think there's so much good stuff that Daryl can do in the future, and I hope they don't kill Daryl off. I really don't. relationship with Aaron? Uh, Aaron? Is that his name? Yeah, Aaron. That would be a good – they could kill Aaron. Well, I want to see that relationship. Develop, Me too. Do, do, you know who I, do you know who's absolutely safe? And I would be completely ridiculously surprised. Ab- uh, uh, Abraham's completely safe. There's yeah, n- nothing's happening to Abraham. Yeah, nothing's happening to Abraham. Nothing's happening to Rick, and nothing's happening to Carl. I don't think. No. Any in Maggie. I don't think anything's happening to Maggie by the Joe Justice of the uh, logic <laughs> that we haven't seen her enough that anything's happening to her. It's it's it is really down to Carol or Daryl. It's it. W- no, I think Sasha's gone. Yeah, but I don't think I that's think as good. Gone, I think, and I think Carl's girlfriend's gone. But I agree with you. I think those people die too. I just think one big one dies. One big one dies. And Carol, I'm, I'm, I'm team kill Carol. Ghetto, I like Carol. I want to. I'd rather Carol go than Daryl go. Ghetto Toad says I'm going with the wild card and saying they all live. Ooh. Ooh. Are they going to bring it down to the original, like, five again? No. Ooh, kill them all? I hope not. Kill them all. No, the- if, if Carol or Daryl die, I hope it's saving the other one's life. That would be that would be nice. That that would be nice, and it, it's it's going to be very fun to see what happens. And and they have ninety minutes, which is uh, something that's a lot more time. I hope that's not longer commercials and and longer montages. I like it's a Sons of Anarchy episode, but I have a feeling we'll, they're going to pump. They're actually going to pump in action and stuff, and we're going to see a lot more. So I guess this is a good place to cut off. I'd like to thank you guys so god. It's going to be a bloodbath. Terra Chan says absolutely. You guys in the chat room tonight have been you guys in the chat room tonight have been awesome and we we got up over uh, 30 people a couple times watching live tonight like to thank everyone that's yet that's been tuning in tonight watching us live we can't wait for next week next week we'll be back obviously a little later because of the later episode we on around uh, 11 instead of around 10 30 and uh and if you're watching this later in the week and it's your first time checking us out please hit that subscribe button and we do recaps of lots of other shows. We're going to be on the next two evenings as well tomorrow night to talk about better call Saul. And then on Tuesday evening to talk about some game of Thrones. 
So, uh, so please hit that subscribe button so you can get the little notification when we go live. And uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube to uh, be notified of, like, of the live stuff. And, uh, and you can email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Tweet Joe at Dirty Locks. Tweet me at igotissuesman. Check out all our stuff at issuesprogram.com. To thank everyone in the chat room, Melody Vision, Terry Chan, Carl, uh, Johnny Rico, uh, Richie A., uh, Brohawk Riley, who was in here earlier, uh, uh, Carl, uh, Dakota, uh, shit, I'm, I'm going to miss people, uh, Ghetto Toad, uh, J- Johnny Rico, Eeyore, fucking Victor, <laughs> Victor cracking me up a couple of times tonight, uh, Ren Renwood, as always, and our regular Walking Dead crew, guys. Can't wait for next week for the season finale. Thank you, ev- thank you, everyone, for all your comments, all your likes, all your shares. Keep that up; it really helps us and helps us get our make our Walking Dead community here bigger. And uh, I like to thank all you guys so much. And everyone, have a good night. Well, we will talk to you next week. Support is unbelievably appreciated. Thank oh, you all. It really is. Wait, here we go. Oh shit! Here's some more music. I guess I'm trying to get end music too. Peace out. <laughs> Later. Thank you.